The following content are the expressed thoughts, views, ideas, and opinions of the individuals and guests of the Nerds Have Spoken podcast. This podcast may contain adult language and themes not suitable for children under the age of 17. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Please stand by while we wait for the cast of the Nerds Have Spoken. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the show. For those... Hey, what's up, y'all? This Jesus Christ, <laughs> Hollywood! You should change your name like that. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jason Lowry. All the nerds have spoken. I'm here Jesus with my Christ. partners in crime this week. Uh, apparently, his name is Jesus Christ, Jeremy B. Uh, I got Jesus Christ, uh, Jeremy B. <laughs> I got uh, special guest Herrick and BX. I got uh, Coco Smooth. I got the Meat Sweats Eric B. And it was Wolfenstein all along. And I fucking, I don't give a shit if I fucked it up. How you guys doing? You were pretty good. I think you did all right there, buddy. I think you did good. It was Benadryl all along. (laughs) Yo, speaking of that, we got to make sure you get into that story. That's going to be interesting. Oh, we will. So how was your guys' week this week, Eric B? Yo, uh, I had a pretty good week, man. Um rough work week but a a good week otherwise man outside of that actually i want to share one thing with you guys real quick this is like the highlights of my weekend um let's go to share screen here this is another half naked picture i need to put cow uh, (laughs) no no but actually um the reason why i put the meat sweats is because i smoked a brisket and made it pastrami style Mm, Uh, Um, so got that done this week um it, it took a minute, and those are my burnt ends. I went and sauced those up. Um, that's the first time I've had pastrami burnt ends, and they came out pretty good. Um, so there will be a new video. I'm working on this, and these are just excerpts for, um, um, nice. from the video that I'm putting together for the meat sweats with Eric B. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, that was a, that was a pretty, pretty challenging ordeal due to the fact that uh, I couldn't get my temps to stay where they needed to stay. But you guys will hear all that in the video once it's uh, processed and uploaded. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was one of the things I did this week. Um, I got a chance to go to the gym today, which is great. Uh, on my off day, um, which is always cool, getting that extra workout in, and it uh, kind of sets me up for the rest of the week. Um, got a couple things in. We'll talk about that in halls. Uh, but that's pretty much it, man. Getting ready for this basement. Can't wait. Next week, we frame it out. Nice. nice. That's it. Wolf, what about you, buddy? Uh, this week was garbage. <laughs> it was garbage. I saw your post, man. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you did. That was no <laughs> It was trash. <laughs> uh, for all those who don't follow me on Facebook.com, you might not know, I, went, I had to go back to Arkansas. And it was, it was not good. The only good thing about it was I had a cheeseburger the size of a hubcap. Mm. And it was literally called the hubcap. Wow. Holy oh, Jesus dude. Christ. Yeah. Did you finish it all? I fucking did because I'm a fat fuck, Mr. Workout. <laughs> <laughs> so how did your jaws feel after taking in all that meat? <laughs> oh, no. He's pro uh, by now. Come on. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, you got to set yourself up uh, for that one, bro. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> I hate this fucking show. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you know, I, I got to the weekend, and that sucked even more because it's Sunday. Um, oh man! <laughs> Ooh, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> there you go. 
Oh, we love you, Wolf. We no, do. Don't. Really no, do. Don't, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Without you, there is no us, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move right along, Wolf? <laughs> All right, Jose, what about you, man? How was your week? My week was good, man. Pretty, pretty normal standard week. You know, your work is crazy, you know, like Wolfenstein, you know, kind of sucks a dick sometimes, but it's all good. You know, work is work. The best thing is I just don't have to commute like he does and travel all over the country. So that's a plus. But um, it was a good week. Uh, got a new item in, which I'll discuss during the haul, because if it wasn't for that one thing, it'd be a big old deuce egg. And uh, <laughs> and it was a pretty monumental day for me on Thursday. It was payday for me, and after doing some finances, I was actually able to make a final payment on a debt consolidation loan, so I'm officially debt-free. Hey, that awesome. yeah. That's amazing. I saw that, yeah. that post yeah. and was like, yes, yeah. let's go. Yeah, hey, dude. That's a dope uh, to the next level. It's great stuff, man. It's great stuff. Like, not that I was, like, wanting for anything or, you know, not that I was doing hard, like, financially, thankfully, you know what I'm saying? But um, but just to be in a hole and have to be paying a bill every month for times, you know, listen, I spent money. I had good times. You know, I was generous. You know, I don't regret really anything. Um, but it sucks to have been in a hole and you're still paying for things, you know, years later. You know what I'm saying? So just to kind of be over that hump is great. And, um just feels good man feels good so just ready to to look forward um you know to life ahead things you know can start happening a little bit easier now which is a which is a great thing so i'm thankful for that amazing that's amazing brother yeah you man and uh keeping up with the workouts and stuff like that like you said you know working out every day the i got a gym right across the street from my job it's uh it's actually part of the hospital just newly opened uh so it makes it very easy you know to work out you know very hard to make excuses and um mm -hmm. and the past few weeks getting in there i've been enjoying the process more and more uh i'm seeing the difference and uh the numbers on the scale are going in the right direction um so it's only the beginning but i'm very much looking forward to continuing that process to to hitting our goals and stuff like that and keeping each other motivated in the roc health and wellness group uh is a is a major factor to, um to keeping everybody on point it helps keep me on point so Heck keep yeah. it you uh, you trying to make me feel bad, Jose? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I had the opportunity to eat a hubcap burger. Yeah, you know, I went to the gym today. What about you, fat ass hubcap burger? Yeah, what about you? <laughs> I missed those, those muscles. <laughs> Yo, I actually got a question for you about that, Jose. Um, for all of our listeners and viewers out there, um, who are also maybe struggling with some of the same things we struggle with, uh, getting back on a horse. What would be? Would you say was the biggest challenge, and then also? Um, probably like the biggest success you have during this process for the weight loss. Weight loss. The, yeah. Oh, weight loss. <clears throat> the hardest thing is just getting back into it. You know, like I've been on and off um, and such hadn't really worked out consistently in over a year, like since COVID and stuff. And I gained a lot of weight in the last year. So um, for anybody that wants to start the process, the hardest thing is just getting started, you know, but <laughs> the first thing is, is that you have to really make a decision to commit um, to doing something, whether it's, 
eating better or going to the gym or whatever you decide to commit, you know, to as far as like your weight loss goes, you have to really make that decision first to make the commitment because sometimes you could do a week or two weeks and then it's very mm -hmm. easy to fall back into old habits. And, and the only thing that really makes a difference is the consistency of doing the right thing. So I take mm -hmm. it one day at a time, making sure that, okay, I wake up today, I'm going to make the right choices as far as what I'm eating. I'm going to make sure I work out and not be lazy. Like, yeah, it's very close to just laying up on the couch today. It's a Sunday. It's a day off. And we were just like, let's just take a walk. Like, what's the harm? What's the harm in taking 45 minutes to an hour and just walking around? You know, right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what is a harm. You need to zoom in, homie, before we get flagged. Join the reviews, dog. <laughs> you know, so it's not a pay-per-view. It's not a pay-per-view. Right. So, you know, so basically that's it, man. Just make that decision that you want to commit to make a change and then just make sure you, you know, you put action to your thoughts and do the right thing every day to reach your goals, man. That's it. Right, you know, that's all. Really good tips. Really yeah. good tips. Thanks for sharing that, man. Yeah, no Thanks problem. Thanks for sharing that. I'm, you? I'm, I'm, I definitely relate because, like, um, I, I joined the army as a really fat dude. And I've reverted to being a fat dude again. But, <laughs> but my, my point is, I know what it's like to, 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 to what you have to do to lose weight. And it's exactly what, what he said. The hardest part really is that first step to, to getting it, you know, to, to, to committing to getting it done. Mm -hmm. um, really, there's a lot of distractions in your life. And the, the, the fortunate thing about being in the army was they eliminate all the distractions. Awesome. <laughs> you're, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're focused mm -hmm. on doing nothing but becoming the weapon that you need to be. Um, yeah, when when of course when you're out having all sorts of freedom to do stuff, you know, what I mean? all mm -hmm. sorts of distractions to keep you. Like I was not exposed to when, when you of, of course when you're in the the military in the beginning, you 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 only get to eat three times. And you got you don't get to choose to snack or nothing. It's it's breakfast lunch and, and, and dinner and yeah well i mean there's people who make bad decisions during boot camp and they pay the price for it you can tell and there's people like me who actually took it seriously and decided i was going to eat like the things that i needed just to be to to get an efficient well to eat efficiently you know what i mean yeah. i ate um boiled hard-boiled eggs instead of like hamburgers and pizza or you know or whatever easy meal that you know, they, they gave hamburgers and pizzas to the really skinny dudes who had to gain weight. <laughs> Need to bulk up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But not, but for people like me, um, yeah, I was like, I had to choose not being able to eat pancakes and bacon for breakfast. Instead, I was eating like raisin brand and uh, bananas and hard boiled, you know, Sorry. hard boiled Sorry. eggs. <laughs> I was I was eating like a forty year old at the age of twenty, you know, yeah. twenty to to lose. And I, if you can. Um, yeah, if you if you eat heart healthy, you should be you know you should be okay. And a lot of of course, lots and lots of gosh damn water. Drinking nothing but yeah, water. That's a fact. Because mm -hmm. those those drinks, especially if you don't drink the diet if diet stuff, all that sugar really catches up real quick, and you don't keep, mm -hmm. if you don't keep track. Yeah, and I was one of those guys who who drank cokes and Dr. Pepper's like nothing. You know I was, that was me, Pepsi, man. I drank nothing but Pepsi. I had to go through a three liter every other day, you know, and just by cutting the soda oh, alone, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why I'm losing like weight. Yeah, that's a big one, dude. You know, you check with nothing but water. Like my big philosophy now is don't drink your calories. Your calories yes. should just come from your food and, mm -hmm. you know, water, pound the water all day. 
Yeah, this it's, show it's, is so not fun right now. This is fun bullshit. I'm, not, I'm just telling you that what, what has to be done, but that's not what I do. These days, I had an Oreo cheesecake, bro. Mm. So a cup, cupcake, and I'm not supposed to, obviously, because like my A1C is... Ah! <laughs> just saying, no, you all don't. We need you to stay alive. We don't need insulin right now, bro. Come on. Yeah. That's a tough, that's a tough go, man. Mm-hmm. That's a tough go. So so that Oreo cheesecake was the high, highlight of your week. How how was the rest of the week? <laughs> Today. Oh no, no. Okay, so, so over this weekend was really the highlight because it was my nephew's twelfth birthday. And you know what? Oh, I've been waiting him, for this moment. Yeah. Happy I've been because Yeah, he's because because you know when you sometimes I don't know, I've never had a kid, so he's the closest thing to having a kid that I've had. And I always found him to be kind of a little annoying, you know, and you, you know, but now that he's 12 and he kind of understands stuff, I'm like, all right, now I can convert you to a real nerd. So, and that's what I do. <laughs> I took him to the comic book store and he went full ham. So I was like, yes, that's nice. what, but I tell him, I, te- I teach him all kinds of awesome lessons. Like don't be a simp and he'll be okay. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uncle Yule. <laughs> <laughs> I would be Is like Uncle Elroy, dude. Yep, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it for your week. Cool, cool, cool. Jeremy B, what about you, buddy? How's your week? <laughs> Look at them glasses. <laughs> dude. Can't take you seriously. Right. <laughs> he looks like the Terminator, bro. T two thousand. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all didn't know. I see you looking at me, looking at you. God. Yep. Fucking Hollywood Bennett of, over here. I'm kind of a big deal now. <laughs> I'm on a podcast. Jeremy Beesball oh, Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. So just turn heel. Along with that, the heel turn. <laughs> the Jeremy B has no longer spoken. the face. <laughs> he couldn't keep me going. Don't pop him. Don't pop him. Don't pop him. <laughs> so I'm just gonna add to all this fitness. Wonderment so that y'all good. talking about. <laughs> I quit the Pepsi one and a half years ago. <laughs> I haven't had a drop since. Nice. Well done. Furthermore, I've been fasting. Mm. And since last I saw the Myrock crew one year ago, then uh, next week. Yep. I'm down 45 fucking pounds, motherfucker. Woo! Yeah. Nice. Nice. And after Eric sent his pictures, his shirtless pictures around to everybody this week, <laughs> I decided it was a good time to start doing some push-ups. I did 50, so now I'm buff too. <laughs> good stuff, bro. Nice. <laughs> What's up, nerds? <laughs> so... He's like the Stevie Wonder of podcast world. <laughs> so my week was uh, all around pretty boring work bullshit all that stuff um i did pick up that uh final fantasy 7 on ps Woo! plus this yes. week i dug into that a little bit this morning got an hour or so in and it, it's i'm digging it I, I i waited and i'm digging it um otherwise just kind of hung out with the family kicking it not a whole good lot stuff. to report good stuff good so stuff. what about halls or, or well Let's well, go to wait, Lowry Jason, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Jason, we got to get your week. He's, he's got Lowry. a pretty interesting story to tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. tell us how you almost died. Uh, yeah, so... Jeremy uh, right. anniversary. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this weekend, uh, shout out to my wife. It is our wedding anniversary. It's actually Tuesday coming up. Yeah, the nice. Um, 
the 9th. So we actually celebrated this past weekend and uh, actually pretty interesting turn of events. So we went to go visit my mom and them, you know, go have dinner and everything else and spend it with them, our anniversary. And we ended up going to Texas Roadhouse and had some pretty good food. You know, I had some chicken and everything else and some shrimp. Shout out to the bread. Yeah, shout out to the bread. Um, and then, so we ended up uh, doing that. And then I went with the nephews uh, to go play basketball at the basketball court. We played basketball. Shout out to fitness. Yay. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's my fitness in for the week. No, we, it was pretty good. Uh, there was actually a bunch of people up at the court. I had taken them to some of the old courts I used to go to that I played when I was younger. And so uh, we went up there and there was a bunch of people out there playing. So we ended up playing like horse with a bunch of people because obviously we couldn't play side by side at that time, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, with, uh, you know, shout out to social distancing. So that's kind of interesting <laughs> playing basketball that way. Uh, but yeah, so we turned around, we played that, and we played horse, and I ended up whooping up on all the guys on the court, which is funny because I haven't touched a ball in like a couple of years. It's not what yeah. I heard. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> Wolf got me. Ooh, he didn't yeah. Wolf's been waiting on that. He's been stewing okay, for a Wolf. year to try to get me. <laughs> Good stuff, Wolf. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good one. Oh, that was a good one. So yeah, so after we got done playing basketball and all that, come to find out, I started uh, breaking out in hives and I started uh, my throat started closing up. And I was like, yo, I'm not that much fucking out of wind, like you know. <laughs> I was like, you know, basketball didn't take that much out of you. And then come to find out, we found out that uh, the rice uh, that came with my food has cream of mushroom and. I'm allergic to mushrooms. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So quite a few Benadryl and EpiPens later, uh, you know, that's how I spent the rest of my uh, anniversary with my wife. That uh, sucks, bro. High as hell. And then uh, um, I don't remember half of it. Like later in the night, I had her drive home. So, um, but yeah, that was my, that was my night um, <laughs> for this past weekend. But uh, beyond that, it was uh, pretty good. Worked pretty good this week. Everything was good. Hung out with family. So that's uh, pretty much about it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, let's get into a little bit of hall action. Let's start with our special guest, Jose. What you getting in last minute? Oh, it's going to be a short one, guys. And it's not even no toys or anything like that. Or, you know, oh, yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm the Flash. They call me the... That's yeah. why they call me Flash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. All right, so I got a brand new uh, Samsung S21 Ultra 5G. Um, I had it upgraded in a few years. Yep, yep. It's a pretty dope phone. The camera is dope. Look, it's got a bunch of lenses there. That's where there. all the pictures came from uh, yep. when you were walking around. Nice. They looked, fam- looked amazing, man. Good job. Yeah, yeah, they did look look great. Like um, even Jesse was saying it. She was like, "Wow!" Like the picture quality. She was like, "Our camera is the same because she got the S twenty one, but this one's the Ultra." So um, mm-hmm. I was like, "I think they're the same." I don't, you know, if there's a difference, it shouldn't be much. Um, but that's it, man. Like I didn't really get any figures this week. You know, you guys, I'm Sergeant Siege. I usually get all the War for Cybertron stuff, but I guess there's gonna be a little bit of a lull before the next wave of the Kingdom stuff comes out. So it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what, just, what dropped this past week? Uh, Inferno and something else. Yeah. Inferno. I think I think that's starting to show up at U.S. retail and stuff. I got it a few weeks ago from an online store and stuff like that. Yeah, but nice. um, yeah, I think I think those are starting to pop up. So I hope people find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that's man. It. 
it for me. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let's nice, go nice. to you, Mr. You. What you get? <laughs> well, as you guys know, I'm more of a comic book guy, more or less than a classic guy these days. Mm -hmm. And um, the highlight of the week, which I recommend that y'all pick up if you haven't, if you all get a chance. X-Men Legends number one. Oh, okay. Oh, the Batman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I downloaded that. I downloaded Batman it. 106. This is the cameo appearance of Miracle Molly. So she, what I love about what James Tynan is doing these days is he's basically, in, under his run, he's creating the next gen of, like, all the new really awesome characters that, Bat, like, you know how Batman has uh, the Penguin, the, the Riddler, and mm -hmm. uh, all those classic guys, right? And every so often, there'll be, like, a character once every 10 or some years where, like, a Bane, per se, Right, that 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 becomes kind of significant in canon, and Iconic. there's a bunch of unmemorable ones. Yeah, well, the, the guys that James is making, they're all going to be iconic. Every single character that I think he's so he's making so far, once oh, it wow. becomes mainstream, is going to be legit. Like mm. when people start to catch on, um, it starts with like um, obviously Punchline being like uh, the next gen uh, Joker's protege from mm -hmm. the you know last year. Uh, Clown Hunter and um, Ghostmaker, but this this one is Miracle Molly, and this one will appeal more to uh, the young crowd because, well, first of all, when you see her get up, it's <laughs> definitely a young crowd get up. You know what I mean? Uh, Some next good mm. stuff. What can uh, Miracle but, Molly do? She's like yeah. a cyborg, and what she does is like her and her like um, group or gang of um, other like technology. I don't even know how to. Like people who are like who are into tech, they're like advanced. Uh, I mean, enhanced humans, right? Yeah. Like they're mm -hmm. what she can do. Which the concept right now is that she's able to erase bad memories and trauma from people, which is illegal, I guess. Or you know, what I mean, they, they, can they, she alter moods and perceptions of people. I, I maybe, but but for now, the what what makes her awesome is because people go to her to to, to erase the bad things in there, you know, mm -hmm. so that they could be happy people, you know, so they're not remembering none of the things that make them depressed, I guess. Mm. And, and that's that kind of really the, affect Batman. I tell you that all there right, be yeah. no Batman without happiness, those thoughts. Happiness, right. Um, <laughs> another thing I got increase energy or warmth in your body. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Molly? <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, she's not, she's not, yeah. She's not. I, think they, they, I think they call her Molly because Molly's supposed to make you feel better, obviously. Apparently mm -hmm. uh, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I picked up Demon Days, uh, oh, the wow. Mark Brooks cover. Yeah, I know. I love Mark Brooks. His All of his art is really good and this this cover was money oh that was um, cool yeah Psylo you know betsy braddock you know I mean? mm -hmm. um and <clears throat> something back in 2005 i i got a slab 9.8 amazing fantasy 7 which is um the first appearance of carmilla black the scorpion now i'm no fool you know what I mean? I, I decided to pick this up while it was cheap. And I and by cheap I mean like $250. Um Damn. right now. The reason why is because um Miles Morales' first appearance two years ago or three years ago, I bought for two hundred fifty. Now it's going to near three K at a nine Holy eight. Shit. Yep. So I decided, you know what? 
I think I'm gonna go gamble on a bunch of other young motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and start picking them up before people catch on. Because at some point, I have a feeling that young black scorpion right there is gonna be something, right? Hmm. And speaking of which, what makes Miles Morales dope, I think I got this print, seventy dollars. Saw that print. That's a nice oh, print, man. Yeah. That's a wow, now, I've never owned a pair of J's in my life, but this is the closest thing for me to owning one. Watching Miles Morales <laughs> just own pair of J's. And that was the whole reason I got it. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's got J's. Yeah. Fire. 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 That's what speaks to the kids now. Like, you know what I'm saying? With that character, it's it's the culture. We're like including all that, like the culture. Agreed. Pretty dope. And that's and why I good. picked it up. Because, yeah. It looks good. <laughs> Why not? And that's yeah. that's my that's my special haul. Special week, nice. nice Wolf, man. what about you, buddy? I got a turtle. Hey, that boy looks sweet nice. too. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the super nice. seven one. That sure is. Yeah. And apologies to Matt Hurd on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, I got some pretender parts for the last shell I need. I got them all fixed up. He got his belt and his oh, two guns nice. now. Oh, that's what's up, dude. Pew, pew, bang, bang. Uh, in Columbus, Ohio, I ran into a really cool toy shop. And you know I got shit. So, <laughs> was that the pussy shop or whatever it was that you no, were no. That was so funny, dude. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> no, you're thinking about where was that? Um, that was Indiana, wasn't it? No, it was Ohio. Was it? Was it Toledo? Dude, that that Dude, sounds like a Toledo thing. Yeah, I just, I just pulled in up to Toledo. I found this other shop I wanted to go to. I, I walked out of the car, and that was the first thing I saw. Like, oh, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice, but no, that's not what I was talking about. No, it's a really great place in Columbus. Um, I got a steel jaw. Oh, nice. nice. Look at that chrome effect on it. Nice. Yeah, the gold chrome. And I got a misfire. Oh, That's what's okay. up. Target nice. Master, right? I love yeah. that one. That was Blue probably Target my most favorite like, in vehicle mode. That's yeah, cool. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so short week for me, but that's what I got. Hey, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, Mr. Lowry, what about you? I got very little this week. <laughs> Shout out to Jose. But yeah, I got the phone also. Nice. <laughs> um, but then, uh, dude, this screen's amazing. Look at this shit. Yeah, it's, oh, that is pretty cool. Insane. The force perspective. Oh yeah. So not only did I get that, but because remember, I'm so used to having a note. Well, my note died, and so shout out to the S Pen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I picked yeah. it up to go with this phone because I use it for work. So I picked that up. The one thing that I dislike about this phone is that when you get it from the manufacturer, there's no power brick. It's just yeah, yeah. They pulled an Apple. They They were making fun of Apple and then did the same exact shit. Yeah, Yeah. Apple did the same thing, bro. Shout out to Best Buy because they were actually able to have one for me, so I picked that Mm. up. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's weird. And my lovely wife, shout out to her. My wedding anniversary, she's got me. She actually picked me up. Let me open this up. I can hear uh, so Yep, yep. It's not vibrating, so we're good. <laughs> um, no, she picked she picked me up actually two wallets because my wallet got washed the other day, and I got two oh, nice. wallets. Oh, nice! Oh, that's dope. Look at that. 
Oh Very man, cool. it looks like it's ultra thin too. That's perfect, dude. It is. Wow. Yeah, look at this. It's got it's two different good. textures, and two different colors too. But yeah. Nice. Slim wallet yeah, that... life is what's up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what's nice about yeah. this, dude? This is an RFID chip and uh, blocker inside of it too. So nice. That's nice about it. That's really dope too. Um, yeah, because for some reason I keep getting uh, random labor once in a while when we walk into the giant. My cards get taken. Hmm. Cards get taken when we go into the giant. So hmm. that's up. Which we're not shopping there anymore, by the way. Uh, but beyond that, uh, this is actually a long time coming because since the COVID, I've been kind of backed up on all these parts. But remember, I was doing the Eagle Moss uh, build, the Ecto One. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I've got, dude. Look at this bottom. Uh, bottom pan of where the trans where the uh, mm -hmm. drive shaft is yeah so i got that wow i got another piece of the pan that goes over the transmission starting to form the uh the drums the top of the engine block oh that's yeah that's rotors and stuff for this, the suspension wow. the this shots is and all that everything for the suspension what's the scale on that thing this is eight scale. Eight scale. Okay. Um, starting to do big. the top end. Wow. Uh, let's see here, dude. This is keeps going. This literally, there's a big ass box that showed up. Here's the fucking tire. Uh, look at the rims. So did they? Did they send all four this time? Well, they only send like two at a time because uh, they have you build different parts at a time. So this is where it's starting to do the front of the uh, the engine bay. Wow, it's about time they got you caught up on this stuff, dude. You've been waiting way well, too long. Well, it wasn't just me either. Like there was a lot of no. people that were way behind. So Jason, yeah. can you give the listeners uh, a kind of a recap on where you are with this? What it is? It's a subscription service, right? Yeah. So this is the uh, Eagle Moss Ecto One subscription service. Um, so basically, I pay every month and they basically ship parts and build this big giant like 30 36 inch uh ecto one like eighth scale mm. jesus um, christ dude this is like the battery box and like everything else they even wow. have you build the battery that's crazy yeah dude here's the horns like everything look at all that shit like, damn wow oh just wait the box isn't done jesus christ so how deep are you so into the, this so then i got the fender wells um so there's there's basically a total of 144 parts which this is considered one part so it's 144 wow. of these bags total to build the entire car Ooh. and you're up to bad 30 33 i think that's thousands Four. of pieces uh, i'm at 40 mm -hmm. something Dude, 40 something that. okay that's the that's the beginning of like the drive shaft and everything yeah that. that's crazy and then one more and are you painting these after the fact like as you uh, build them some, or some of the stuff yeah um you painted the seats i remember that mm -hmm. well no 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 that's from the oh that was from the small one the old school one like um you painted the engine block and put some of the uh paint on the spark plugs so to give you an idea here's the motor Whoo! that i did with it so far <laughs> Man, is that awesome! Wow, that is that's crazy, what I painted. I, the all of it came as one color, and I actually painted. Dude, you can even look, and it's kind of hard to see. That's for Ecto One. 
This yep. is the one. This is the most. That old Cadillac. The, that Cadillac engine was huge, dude. Dude, Holy they even. Smokes. Dude, I had to paint all that individual shit, like everything, and I even did. Yeah, you weathered up the like trans. Rushing, weathered it up, like everything. So that's amazing work, man. Very good. So yeah. cool. Uh, but that was literally the end of the box because I'm at I think parts forty or something right now. They they just shipped oh. out. So not only so what's cool about this kit is that they send out all these parts for you to build everything, but then they send little specials, and in these little specials, uh, like I'm getting four proton packs and a trap and stuff like that with it too. So just to kind of give you an idea. Nice. But this is. Uh, only three magazines, so that's four parts per issue to kind of give you an idea. Mm. And just to show you guys so you can see this, you kind of open these up and it kind of gives info on all the parts and the screws and everything else. Okay. And then it tells you, it actually goes through, it tells you what the parts are, what the stage is, everything else. And it shows you how to put everything together. Like, dude, this, like this kills like third party and all their other shit the same. Uh, to shame with all this. Look at all this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, um, as you kind of through run all this towards the end, they actually kind of give you snippets inside the book about different. Oh, that's cool. Stuff about the film. Oh, that's nice. <clears throat> and then it's really um, a commitment of peace. Yeah, yeah, like it's big time. And so this whole thing, look, it even has the ghosts and everything else. It kind of takes info on the movie. And then um, it even shows you, like, how they made it and everything else. So it's a giant set. This whole entire thing is badass. Mm -hmm. And then they go through, and it shows you the preview of what you're getting next. Wow. The next set of parts. And so that's... They spare so no expense in this thing. Yeah. But, so when so they send you something, do you... Do they send a portion of the build that can be completed, or are you in the position where you have to wait for two or three deliveries before you can actually build something? Uh, I have to wait until I, a couple of different deliveries before I can build something. It depends on where it falls in the issue, basically. So gotcha, like, gotcha. Like the first, like the first thirteen part sets were just the motor alone, just uh -huh. to give an idea. So, wow. That yeah, first of all, I want to say that I thought that I liked Ghostbusters, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess well, I learned I don't really like Ghostbusters. The thing is, I, 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 before Transformers and all the buying of the toys and everything else, I actually would uh, I would go through and build model kits as a kid. I love building cars. I'm a car guy. I love cars. So to have like an Ecto-1 sitting in my living room or... Uh, soon to be possibly maybe the 66 or 89 Batmobile um, that they just announced that they were going to be doing. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be busy doing those. 89 Nerd. Batmobile. That, that would be, or 86, I forgot what you did. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. I don't think I'm that Keaton Batman. I think I'll hold off. A, I'll do the Keaton. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one was up. Mm. That one's what's That's up. That's yeah, a dream so that, car. that was it for me. I know that kind of took long, but goddamn, I've been waiting for those parts for like months now. So yeah, no worries, dude. No worries, man. But, well, let, uh, let me get in here. Tag me in, coach. <laughs> tag, tag, you're in. <laughs> I'm gonna make this quick, guys. I only got a, a couple. Um, this week I teased that I had a box coming. Um, a box of shoes, vibrate. and definitely not. Although it probably wouldn't have been a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I, I did some custom. 
Nikes. Um, I needed a black shoe, but I wanted to put my own little stamp on it. Um, and you guys seen this uh, promo teased on our our page for the Nerds Have Spoken. Um, but they don't sell these in all black anymore, so I had to make them up on the Nike ID site. Um, and then I'm a huge black and red guy, so I put my my little stamp on there with the red with the red drop. You know, shout out to MJ, shout out to the Chicago Bulls. Um, yes, but then also you get the little reflective uh, lights in here, so all that stuff is like well not lights, but the reflective material. Uh, but what's cool is I actually got my tagline in there, EB23. Nice. Um, this is the number that I had when I was playing basketball because of Jordan. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, my initials EB. Um, and it just carried on. So I use it in everything now. Um, but, yeah, man, I wanted to get a set of these uh, Air Max 97s, custom out. Uh, two different materials. You could have gone suede in here, but I wanted something a little different. Um, and mesh it out, you know, which is, you know, my own little stamp on a, a pair of Air Max 97s. So I got those. Nice. Um, I got my second tracks in. Shout out to Darren uh, Gillard. Got, uh, he was getting rid of his tracks. I needed a second one for the shelf. I don't think anybody else is going to make one. So got that. Pretty Darren's good deal, good too. Dude. Darren's a good dude. Darren, Darren is definitely time. a good dude. Definitely a good dude. Got this at a steal. Thank you for uh, shipping this out so fast as well. Um, and then shout out to BBTS for actually getting me something on a Sunday, man. It shipped out on Wednesday. I got it here on Sunday via FedEx. Nice. I got my Doctor Strange from Infinity War. So nice. the battle on Titan. Nice. nice. There you go. And so how close oh, are you with that shelf? Um, if they it's ever missing. make a, a Vision um, and a Quicksilver, it'll be complete. But as of right now, I think I'm caught up on everything that is out. Um, we know Nick Fury is coming. We don't know if uh, Colson is going to get production. They teased it. Well, they teased um, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they teased it, but hopefully that comes out. So everything that's out, I I'm caught up at least on one figure um, until I decided to do the Guardians. After Did you the get fact, all the so. Hall of Armors? No, no, no. I'm not doing those. I just needed like a, key, a, a couple sets that I like. So keys, I got, yeah. yeah, I got Mark 50. You know, that was a big one. That mm -hmm. was in uh, Infinity War. I got 85. That was a big one. That's the last time we've seen them. Um, and then I think I have the one from Civil War, which is such an iconic movie um, in, in that realm of things. Realm. Uh, well. <laughs> so I got that. And uh, that's pretty much it on that. I'm not doing any uh, Harl Armors, although I do envy you guys who, who have them and it, it looks pretty good, man. But I did get one last thing. Um, shout out to a guy named Akira. Uh, John, John V, um, if you know him, if you know, you know, um, from Chicago. Um, got a set of 3d printed like wheels that go on the bottom of the uh, sled for tr uh ratchet and Ironhide, and i oh, saw nice. that and nice. i'm like huh this would look nice on the shelf so i did mm -hmm. get that as well uh shipped right from canada and he shipped pretty quick too so shout out to that guy and that's it for me jeremy b what you got very very slim week here almost not even worth talking about However, um, I, 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 no, I, I'm going to talk about it. I identified an issue with the uh, NECA turtle line, and it's that most of them don't care to stand up. So talking uh, in the Myra crew with uh, my buddy Leon, he suggested the NECA figure stands. So he was going to pick me up a set, and then I found them yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I got 10 of these little discs that are going to keep those guys from falling over. 
Um, other than that, I got some frames for some artwork, but I don't know if that's worth taking the camera around to do that. But uh, that's it for me otherwise. So uh, we've spent all this nice time together here in your guys' weeks, all about your halls. I've got one question to ask. Jose, what time is it? Oh, uh, let me check my Fitbit real quick. Oh, look, look, look. It says it right there. It's time to nerd up a shut up, baby. Let's go. So what we got on the docket, Lowry? Special All right, so we got, we got a couple quick things, and then we'll dive deep into the WandaVision oh, interesting yeah, stuff. Man. So This is uh, going to be good. So... I don't know if you guys saw this. So this actually happened to me the other day. And I don't know if this happened to Jose, but I was updating my Amazon and the icon and a lot of people were complaining about this icon and I didn't pay attention to this shit until somebody said, somebody something. pointed out <laughs> and somebody said, I completely missed that the Amazon, uh, that Amazon uh, quietly tweaked the new icon to make it look less Hitler. <laughs> like like this was the icon right here let me zoom in a little bit see if i can get a book so this was the icon that was there like last week and then this week it looks like this dude people just got way too much time in their hands. it looks like packing tape that's it it looks like that's packing what it looked tape. like to me i thought it was a box but you know yeah it's a box with packing tape and amazon's logo because that's what they put on their boxes like people just got way too <laughs> next, thing, next thing you know someone's gonna complain about the one on the right saying it looks like it got a cleft lip or some shit right like it's gonna be something dude like relax relax is, people is that the app logo yeah yeah yeah, so it used to, it used to like that. It used to look like this. <laughs> Check your phone. And mine then it went to like this, that. and then mine looks different actually than both of these. Yeah, mine got updated uh, this weekend, and it looks it does look like the mine new app. Got, I still got the old one. Uh, you can see it. There it goes. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually pulling my. No, actually, <laughs> sure as shit, mine does. Mine does, dude. Look at this. You got the new one? Yeah, I don't got it yet. Didn't yeah, I got the new one. Yeah, you know, there was some some guy in some holler somewhere that was like, Gertrude, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! For being canceled on Twitter. People seeing shit that's not yeah. there, man. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. That's a little silly. Way too much time yeah. in their hands, dude. Long as hey, as long as the Amazon Smile feature still works, I can give <laughs> right. care less, bro. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> Keep paying Kennedy's Village. Thank you. <laughs> so uh i just wanted to quick give a quick shout out and i know jeremy b's got something on here but uh shout out to roy williams for becoming the men's fastest coach of 900 wins and for people who aren't familiar with him he's the coach for unc uh they actually up and it was kind of crazy they actually uh when he got that 900th win they upset florida state too so and they spanked duke the other day too spanked yeah, them did. boys yeah yeah yeah, shout out to uh, Carolina. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I've been a Carolina fan since I was a kid, dude. Like half my family and shit like that, which is kind of interesting because Bethany's family is all Virginia Tech. Mm, nice little borderline crossing rivalry there. Mm. But what's cool though, man, is I mean you got to give him his props. Not only is he the fastest, but he's only the yep. fifth coach to do it in the history of uh, college men's basketball, Division One to be specific. Yep. So. That's a milestone, and uh, he should be celebrated for it, man. That's a big win. It's amazing, yeah. dude. 
Congratulations to him. Yeah, yeah man. But Jeremy B, I know you had some. <laughs> look at wait, look at look at Wolf's picture. <laughs> Here, let, let, let me. Uh, oh, highlight him, please. Oh my god, that is so Wolf. Nice. <laughs> that describes oh, his yeah. week in a nutshell. <laughs> Is that is that his picture to his coworker that calls from uh, Arkansas? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Good stuff. Sorry, Jeremy. No. I don't know. Are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean we'll we, we go can ahead. Yeah, go ahead. We'll briefly sure. touch on a couple of things because I know you said you had something to say, and then we'll just dive deep into everything else. Yeah, it's that. a big night for wrestling. You mentioned, and uh, you wanted to mention a couple of things. So go ahead, man. Get into it, buddy. What you got? Yeah. So. Um, we had a news headline this week that uh, Bobby Lashley is now the third or fifth, depending on how you count it, black WWE champion, world heavyweight champion. Whether that you include the WWE championship or the WCW when it was there for a few years, just rolling everything up into one as if you're a world champion for your brand or otherwise, he is the fifth black dude to do it so far. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I went through a little bit of the history uh, just really briefly um, and wanted to share a little bit of this. So, you know, see my screen? There you yep, go. we got you. So this is Bearcat Wright. In 1963, he was the first black man to win the World Heavyweight title from the World Wrestling Association L.A. Um, territory so this is back in the old days where um the wwa separated from nwa from early 60s until 68 so you see uh bearcat wright was the first one to hold the gold um big cat ernie ladd also did so in uh 1966 with uh the indianapolis division of that territory so Officially, if we're talking just WCW, WWE, um, the, the big ones, then we got to go with uh, the very first, Ron Simmons, hey. Farouk. 1992, there he beat Vader at the Great American Bash and had a 150-day reign um, mm-hmm. as the first. He, he's often recognized as the first official black man to hold world heavyweight gold. Yep. Yeah. So moving on bro. from that. Oh, he was great. He was, and, and really, they his character work didn't really develop until later in the 90s in the WWE when he was paired with uh, Bradshaw and some of the APA work they did. He was just yeah. fantastic. Um, so now the first official <laughs> black man to hold the WWE World Heavyweight title was so- the Big Malvia, let's go. <laughs> so, so the Rock held the championship ten times. He won it the first time at Survivor Series for the vacated title against Mankind. The two of them went back and forth and kind of traded it uh, back. He had a fifty-day reign the first time. Uh, Mankind beat him. He had a seven, and then he won it back. He had a seven-day reign, and then they flip-flopped again. And his third official reign was forty-one days. So. It, it was a, a very uh, tumultuous time with the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. And it's significant because his dad, Rocky Johnson, along with Tony Atlas, were, were the first black men to win the, the tag, tag team, team championship in 1977. And that was for Vince's, Vince Sr. 
and the WWWF. So Booker T. So he's an interesting man. Yo, so, why does he look like Ernie Hudson right there? Yo, he does kind of look like Ernie right there. <laughs> well, this is back in 2000 because Booker T was the second black man to win the WCW title from Jeff Jarrett at uh, the Bash of the Beach. So this was in 2000. He won the title three more times um, over the next year. And for his fourth title win, he beat Scott Steiner on the final episode of yes, WCW up? Nitro. Crazy match. The I remember day, that. Yep. The day that Shane McMahon came and announced that he bought WCW, yep. um, you know, kayfabe yep. as far as that goes. So then King Booker. In 2006, defeated Rey Mysterio at the Great American Bash to win his first WWE heavyweight title, effectively becoming the second black man to do so. He had a 126-day reign, and uh, it was an impressive run at the time. So then we get down to Mark Henry. Now, the, 2000... before you, I'm sorry, before you continue no, on, this is, this is during just, uh, just so I can remember, uh, to see if I remember this correctly, this was during the split where the WCW title was the headline title for either Raw or SmackDown and then vice versa for the WWE Heavyweight champ Championship, right? That sounds right. I kind of drifted during this period, so I wasn't an Advent watcher at the time. Yeah. Um, I know it Jose, was... Jose would know for sure. Like, Yeah, it was during his House of Pain run where he went uh, to the main event very quickly and dominantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, so, and from 2002 onward, the WWE split into two brands like between Raw and SmackDown, and usually the WWE title, and this was originally the WCW title. They just renamed it the World Heavyweight Championship, and it yeah. usually re represented one brand or the other. They would swap the titles every few years just to kind of freshen things up. So it kind of allowed um, more wrestlers to shine with a title on them and, and a lot more wrestlers who d deserved it, you know, to, you know, were allowed to be basically world champion in WWE. Mm -hmm. So it was a good time. Mark Henry, definitely like one of them because during the, this was like during Cena's run, which Cena was essentially the top guy. So if it wasn't for the world heavyweight title, guys like Mark Henry and probably even Booker T uh, probably would have never even gotten runs with the title at the time. Yeah, so. good point. Mm, it's a great point. So then we get into more modern times and this was a very, very fitting win. So yeah, Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania 35 defeated Daniel Bryan, and this was this was the fans making something into reality, just like Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30, where they insisted that he get his shot. Uh, Kofi came in as a substitute at Elimination Chamber that year, and ended up going on to put on an incredible performance. Getting singing in his spot against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 35, where he won the championship. So, depending on what, just as Jose said, whether you're going to count uh, Mark Henry and Booker T, uh, Kofi's either the third or the fourth black man to win the WWE gold. Yeah. And he had an impressive as hell run 180 days. And any wrestling fan will tell you when he lost the title, it was bullshit sort of Brock Lesnar came in squash match. He didn't even have a chance to put up a fight and it was yeah. super, super disappointing end to a fantastic run. 
Yep. Agreed. So Pretty this easy. picture, it looks like, you know, Jodeci doesn't sing anymore. Now they wrestle. To <laughs> 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 the uninformed eye, what you're looking at here is the most prolific tag team or a trio of guys to yeah. lace up their boots in the last decade. They what they've done is amazing. Stable, right? Yeah. Like a yeah. stable. This is New Day. Yeah, yeah, all man. guys, yeah. all guys, sort of floundering in their singles careers. You know, Kofi, even though usually very popular, just stuck in the mid card. Big E initially got a push on the main roster, just wound up being another guy stuck in the mid card. Xavier Woods barely got a chance; he was like given somebody else's gimmick initially mm -hmm. on the on the main roster run. And since they were doing nothing with them, they just banded together and created this gimmick and and made it work. Like the fans hated it at first, which I think they might have you know, intentionally thought what would have happened because of the way they were coming out and presenting the gimmick. But uh, eventually the talent shines through and they became one of the WWE's most popular acts. And uh, for like a trio like that to get to this level, to be the world champion, um, Kofi Kingston well-deserved being in the company at that point, 10, 11 plus years. Uh, he should have been champion 10 years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, again, just never had any major storylines uh, revolve around him or his character. So it was nice, a nice run and long overdue and totally by accident. Because like Jeremy said, he was a replacement in the Elimination Chamber match. And the uh, person that was getting the fans behind him very organically and naturally during this time was uh, Mustafa Ali. And he wound up getting banged up in some matches, and they and they slid sort of Kofi right into his spot. And because of his tenure and how over he was with the fans for so long, uh, it just he just rode that wave all the way to the title win at WrestleMania. So well, well, yeah. so that that kind of reminds me of a career of somebody who followed a similar step. That was Bret Hart. Bret Hart mm -hmm. took forever to finally like he 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 didn't get championship gold until the 90s but in the 80s he's yeah. he was a mid carter for forever and finally yeah games. that's why he was I so pissed that. at vince yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was more a reflection of the times like in the 80s yeah. he was a small guy a small super guy. small guy and mm -hmm. those guys weren't champions in the 80s but things shifted to a more technical approach to wrestling and a more technical presentation a more real uh, life and, and that's when uh when brett value really uh kind of rank through but uh big e over here he is poised for big things this year so i wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a championship on him in the next year or two um but uh and just to finish this off with uh last monday uh march 1st yes. bobby lashley won the title from the miz who had the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase, which earned him the right to a match, a uh, title match at his choosing. Um, Elimination Chamber just finished. Drew McIntyre, who was the previous champion, went through the entire chamber, came out the other end victorious. Miz cashed in right after Bobby Lashley did some damage, and he won. The next week on Raw, Bobby Lashley took the title from The Miz. So <laughs> some interesting things ahead, just looking at WrestleMania, we still have one pay-per-view beforehand, which is Fastlane, hasn't been booked yet. Um, one thing WWE is probably looking at now that they have limited capacity at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa for WrestleMania 30, what are we at, seven now? Seven. I think it's 37. Yeah, 37. Um, so with that, they... 
Drew McIntyre never got his big win in front of a crowd after he beat Brock Lesnar at last year's WrestleMania due to the COVID uh, complications. So they WWE may be tempted to go with Drew McIntyre and give him his big win in front of people, but man, that would be a mistake. Running with Bobby Lashley, running with the Hurt Business, who have been on such a roll and have all the momentum in the world behind them, they need to put this man at the top of the heap and uh, let people chase him for a while. He's earned it, and you know, um, my hats off to him. Congratulations! It's an uh, an awesome achievement, and excited to see things that are coming ahead for him. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And from what I, what, what I understand about um, about wrestling, good job by the way, Jeremy, on that segment. Um, yeah, yeah, no doubt. From, from what I understand, I mean, he may not be as charismatic as The Rock, but them as a group bring that same charisma. He uh, doesn't have similar. to be. He's got MVP. Right. Yeah, right, 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 right. Amazing. That's what I'm, and that's what I'm going after. Like they have somebody as a group, kind of like uh, remember the Nation of Domination. Like nobody thought The Rock was going to be as amazing as he was as that guy in that group. And so, like, as a group, you know, he'll get the popularity and, and, and it'll, it'll work out for him. Yeah, it's, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Honestly, I think I can remember the very moment when 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 Rock's career turned turned for real, like when he was playing the heel. When I he turned he heel, a, yeah. I mean, like, everybody hated him because he was a good heel, right? But it, it changed the moment that King Lawler referred to his move as the people's elbow. Once that oh. happened... Yeah. yeah, the people when they it's called him when the when he was because he kept calling himself the people's champ and people kept booing him because mm-hmm. you know he, he was mm-hmm. the self proclaimed people's champ, right? Yeah. <laughs> when Jerry the King Lawler called that the people's elbow, all of us looked at that and you're dude, that is the funniest fucking thing ever. Yeah. I think I like <laughs> this stuck. guy, the it's people's champ. Yeah, and that's well, you know where that came from, right? He was just trying to break the Undertaker one day. And he was trying to do some ridiculous move just to get him to pop and break character. And he did that shit. And Undertaker had to bury his head in the turnbuckle because he was laughing so hard. <laughs> and then it just, he just ran with it. He just went. That's fire. Good I shit. like it. I like it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, uh, what else we got, Lowry? All right. So we got going here. Um... Let's see here. We already ran through. All right. So I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, let me go ahead and share this. So another one bites the dust this year. Uh-oh. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah. SDCC. Yeah. Sucks. Mm. So that one is getting postponed to 2022. Sorry, Yule. I was actually going to try to make it out there to do that. Mm. It's hard to get into that event anyway, man. And I live here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> raffle process, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the only time I've been able to get get in is because somebody who's already got a ticket is like, I'm not going to go this day. You want to go? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Don't twist my arm, guy. Don't twist my arm. Yeah, no yeah. SDCC, I always hear sells out immediately. Just like um, New York Comic Con, you got to be waiting in that queue. And usually by the time it's your turn, you're not getting the ticket you want. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like the PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it kind of sucks. Uh, I. I'm really hoping that they don't end up canceling TFCon. I don't think it's going to happen. Me too, man. I hope they don't. I hope not, yeah. If they don't, fuck it. We'll just make our own thing like everybody. um, um, (laughs) So, you know. Anyways, so, yeah. 
Uh, continuing on here, so we got, uh, since Eric B. was talking about sneakers and everything else, we figured we kind of pop these in here. Do you see these Thundercats? Those are sick. Oh, oh, shit. I didn't realize Puma was still around until the other day. when. Yeah, I man, these. Puma's made a hell of a comeback, bro. Like a That's hell crazy. of a comeback. And uh, your boy bought a two pair of them, boys. I bought a pair of me. <laughs> I got, <laughs> got a yeah. pair of those, and I bought yeah. my wife a pair. She has a Chitaras. Those are Yo, sick, bro. They only go yeah. to size twelve. Ugh. No, they go up. They went up to size fourteen. They just sold out. Oh, they'd fit they twelve. Did. That's my size. <laughs> they just sold out because I bought. I bought a fourteen. Um, some fourteens I can fit into, and I bought my wife her size. Unless you're under the lady size still, but I think those the ladies only went up to eleven. See, there you go, fourteen. There's the black. And 14, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty dope. And how how yeah, oh you know be you know by Puma. <laughs> yep, exactly. It was like a marriage made in heaven, bro. This is perfect, dude. Look at that Chitara. Nice. Yeah, I got a nice shirt coming for her for that. Does that have pump technology in it? No, that's what uh -uh. I was thinking at first. Like just laughing uh, about that. No, they do have a run system though. Uh, so these are considered running shoes, and they do have their own run system, just like Adidas has Boost and Nike has the Air Max. I like those. Uh, they got their own particular soles for those, but those look fire, man. They look yeah, dope. They look pretty. Can't nice. wait to get them in hand. See what they look like on my feet. Feet. Oh, <laughs> feet. oh yeah. But look at man, look at those designs, man. Like Puma's been doing some really good things with their shoes, man. They're they're making a comeback. Um, part of you know. You got Jay Z had some people yeah. over there doing some stuff there. Um, so you know, they got their ear to the streets and, and really trying to figure out what people want. I think um one of the Simmons daughters is over there working on some things. So they're they're really trying to to bring Puma back to the map. Yeah. Reminds me of a, when Converse was doing those uh DC sneakers and stuff like that. You know, that's mm -hmm. the only other thing that it kind of reminds me of. I haven't really mm -hmm. seen any other type of sneakers that have done that. So it's yeah. And Puma used to be like a, a big breakdancing thing, like just mm -hmm. like uh, Adidas. You know, you always had a track suit and you had a fresh, first pair of suede Pumas, man. Like those, <laughs> those was it, man. <laughs> that was All it. right. So this is pretty much it for like some of the stuff. And I know we're approaching an hour. So I know we wanted to kind of talk about Oh, let's get into it. Chomping at the bits, man. Chomping at the bits. So let's get into it. Um, who's who's finished i mean clearly i know everybody here has finished it all right or you yeah. wouldn't be here to because yeah. it's gonna be some spoilers so guys if uh for our listeners and our watchers if you have not seen all of wandavision by this spoilers. episode they've had a week off now we're getting ready to get into some spoiler stuff but let's yep. just get your yep. overall opinions and then uh we'll get into the into the nitty-gritty so let's start with our special guest jose Okay, I, w I wanted to know who who here on the panel is mad about it, like because because the fan theories mm. didn't pan out and shit, right? Yo, like, that's a good that's a good place to start. That's a good place <laughs> to start. Yeah, let's do that first. I, Did it give not, you enough? I'm not one of those type of dudes, like you know what I'm saying, like because I barely. <laughs> You know, less and less over the years, I've tried to like look for you know the theories and stuff like that on these websites because it's just like you. you I, even though back in the day it would just be nice to get those other perspectives, um, sometimes people set themselves up for disappointment. But overall, I thought the series was nice. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice setup. You know, especially by the time you get to the end of the series and get to those last couple of post-credit scenes, they set up a couple of movies right there at the very end. Um, and but they it, didn't give you mutants, Jose. No, 
They didn't give you mutants. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go on strike Aren't you mad? right now. No, Aren't not you at so all. Mad? Not at all, you know. And listen, I could understand some people being upset because some things were were put there, you know. You know the I, I don't know. It the, was a care. Name, they but, but, the care. But the they actor that it in front of you, yeah, yeah, the actor that played Pietro, you know, what I'm saying bringing him in, which would fuel people and be like, oh my god, this is gonna be something. Like I get that, and it wound up just being like a nice little nod and a wing to be like, hey, like we kind of just did a bait and switch, but it didn't really mean anything. Like you know, what I'm saying, yeah. who knows? Maybe it. it might turn out to be something in the future but i doubt it because i think um just to sidetrack super quick if they're gonna do marvel you know marvel gonna do their take on x-men or the fantastic four do it brand new clean slate like don't yep. attach it to anything before um because you're just gonna like cause trouble deadpool's like probably the only exception mm -hmm. to that you know yeah, yeah, no, yeah. brian reynolds is, is the man so oh, yeah. um this this series itself uh i'm big i'm a big fan of these two characters which is why i enjoyed the show and to be you know disney plus's first show you know from marvel studios um which now these shows have an influence on the marvel films moving forward these shows actually count um yeah. i thought it's a great format to give you more story with these characters because you know you got little snippets and, and bits and pieces you know in age of ultron where you know her character and and vision were introduced you know, through Civil War, you got a little bit more. Infinity War and Endgame, you got what you got. Um, you know, those are, again, like with the Star Wars universe, telling very uh, small, specific points in these characters' lives. You don't get a fleshed-out picture unless you get a series like this. So the long-form storytelling, how it's moving the MCU forward into the next phase, uh, the status quo where it left these two characters moving forward yeah, it left yeah. me interested mm -hmm. in what's yes. coming next you know um i didn't get caught up in all the theories so i didn't wind up being disappointed um in the end you know what i'm saying I, I thought it it was a good series and you know let's see what they do i think uh falcon and winter soldiers coming up in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. hey, I, i'm open for that series even more now after watching wandavision yeah, yeah, man. yeah man good yeah. points good points there let's, let's so go to you how, how oh, i'm sorry you... go ahead Robert. How, uh so let, uh, let's go ahead and just get one of our opinions how would you rate um like one to ten uh the mm. show overall overall one through ten mm. I'd, I'd give it a solid eight eight and a half okay yeah, yeah. same thing i agree eight yeah. eight and a half i mean that's okay. just something to think about as we're talking i just want to yeah. ask everybody that after they get done kind of giving their opinions see what yeah. they think so it's pretty pretty up there pretty up there for in regards to me i just didn't like um i felt like darcy and monica were sort of forgotten about like in an episode or so yeah. like there towards the end like um even though i get it they were sort of filling in some backstory between agatha and um and wanda and you know just basically filling in some of the blanks so i get that that you know maybe their characters just didn't play a role there but um i felt like i was left wanting more like a little bit like i felt like darcy just came out super quick in the la in the last episode and did her little yeah. thing and that was it and then you didn't see her again and it was like mm -hmm. like what the fuck is going on um, kind of her role though in the mcu yeah, yeah. she pops in at the end with a quick one-liner and it's like oh cool we love darcy cool <laughs> yeah yeah you know, yes. I mean, and who, and who are we kidding? Like, we all want to see more Darcy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of her last week. <laughs> For real, yeah, man. This is yeah, so, man. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Larry. I'm, I'm gonna sit back on this one. All right, so Yule, why don't you go ahead? You, uh, what did what was your opinion of the show? Um, 
from a logistical you know take i thought it was it's smart what disney's doing they took a bunch of the characters who who couldn't make movies on who couldn't sell movies on their own because mm-hmm. it'd be just too expensive and stuff these these more like a second rate characters I, I hate to call them that because as a comic book person yeah. you know I, nobody's I like second rate right like in the, in the comics yeah right but let's keep it real like they don't some people just don't have the same kind of star power right as, as certain people right mm-hmm. and so yeah i thought it was real smart that this is the best way to tell the story is and which is more economic and may win eventually win the hearts and minds of more people this way actually is through mm-hmm. this format and um yeah i think i think it was real smart the way they they did it and of course no no series or things ever going to be perfect there's a lot of I, I had the same problems that most people did like they kind of just threw away that pietro mm-hmm. <laughs> mr you ralph know? boner yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke another marvel joke which might yeah. upset some people mm-hmm. right and um i don't know a, a couple of um missed you know missed opportunities but i think i could see why they did it though it's really hard to introduce the devil <laughs> to disney you know what i mean why would you do that who, who, who's gonna introduce you know mm-hmm. the devil and, and plus not only that like like okay well when, once the devil becomes introduced then who could be the ultimate bad guy come you know yeah see so so let me just stop you real quick right there you know because again i was thinking that too like and in those first few episodes you're you're left wondering what the hell is going on what's going on here and you start to theorize then when we got sort of like the other perspective in episode four when we started to see what was happening in the real world and you got a little bit more answers um you start to think oh okay like something's happening to wanda somebody's affecting her and then in a way that was true in the way they introduced agatha but ultimately mm-hmm. at the end of this thing wanda was responsible for this for everything in westview and they those people suffered in that anomaly and that's on her like you know what i'm saying yeah. like i think people were looking like you know the, the mephisto theory and 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 agatha was also predicted by a lot of people like from when they started looking up Scarlet Witch's history. I'm not familiar with the character, but once I saw the name, I looked her up and I'm like, okay, like this is possible and that wound up coming mm-hmm. to fruition. Um, that the reveal of the big bad that people were expecting, um, it wound up being Wanda herself, you know, and, yep. and, 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 you know, like Monica's line at the end with, you know, that, you know, they, she, these people will never know what you sacrifice for them in a way that's true because of, the feelings that she had for vision and ultimately her, her sons uh, that weren't real, but you know, you had them for a couple of episodes, you got to see the attachment and how profound the attachment was between her and them. But she fucking held those people hostage. She kept those kids yep. in their rooms. And I think the time span was about a week or so. So not really that long, but she still did some fucked up shit. Like at the but end no, of the day, I mean, she got away scot-free. That's the way it was in the comic books too. During during how you know House of M, we we all know that it was it, it was her. The yeah. only reason I'm I wouldn't say sour about this, but I just you know it's just nice to introduce like new elements. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I thought about it. It's really hard to like I said, just the the, the devil concept is kind of difficult to, mm-hmm. to approach from Disney one, standpoint. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And one last thing though, I was just really happy that it wasn't fucking Loki again because Loki, the trickster, <laughs> oh, always God. you know what I mean. I was getting tired of that guy getting too much gosh damn 
you know. So you just imagine the look on people's faces, like you know, Agatha, oh, not again. Agatha turned into Loki. Loki, like, right? He, he exactly. Yeah, that would not have been good. I don't that would not have been, been like... good. No. Nope, well, a lot nope. of girls would have liked that shit because a lot of them like Tom Hiddleston, but still, <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, no, not this motherfucker again, dude. No, yeah, he no, dominated no. the first three phases. Like, just yeah. let him, let him yeah. go. He you guys no say that like it's a bad thing. It was Loki me, is I the did. best villain this existed in the MCU yet, and just because he's everywhere doesn't make it a bad thing. No, that's a <laughs> to, me was, to, me, it was, to me, it was like Fox Ma Magneto. Ma you know, Magneto. It, like They kept going to that well, and I was so annoyed. I was like, with all the other characters <laughs> out there, you went with Magneto again? Oh, name, all right, so, so name oh, one oh, other oh, villain oh, other oh, than Infinity War Thanos that is as interesting as Loki. I'll tell There's you in ton. one second. Um, Lowry Magneto is now the show title for this week. <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> Magneto. Um, I'll tell you, I think Killmonger was more interesting than than um, Loki from the sense of, to me, he was more conniving than than Loki. He played his position, and you never knew what his end game was until mm. he sprung it on you. That's um, a good that, one. That's that a good to one. me. Was made him more of a villain than Loki. Loki just likes to cause trouble. That dude actually had an end game, and he almost executed that John. Right. Again, like you like shut said, me my, up. Congratulations. My, my, <laughs> well my beef with Loki being used, you know, the well that they kept going to is like it, 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 it kind of halted and stunted the growth of other bad guys like Baron Zemo. You, you know what I mean? No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't and, say and that. Chang. I think you had to set. They're setting up Zemo, and and you're getting Zemo. I mean, we know series. me and you. We we know that because we're comic yeah. people. But for the yeah. for the casual, the don't they wouldn't. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I mean, but were they checking for Zemo? To be let's be fair, like the the casual is not checking for Zemo. Yeah, yeah. I don't think one would have to do with the other either because it's just like comic books, right? Every hero has their own set of villains, you know. Zemo's a like more. I feel like a Captain America like villain, and you yeah. got Loki, who's a Thor villain. You know what I'm saying? But, so but, thing, though, although, the, but he was an Avengers first villain though. So I mean, I think they did a really good job at bringing him out in the first Avengers movie to where he was like the the main. Oh yeah, the threat, for, the threat for all of them. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, and it stuck kind of true to the comic. So they they kind of they gave the fans the fan service, and then they also put to perspective how this will shape up through the rest of that phase and i thought that was pretty pretty yeah. well done and you and you are, i agree zemo i mean even though we know we're gonna get a little bit more of him in this disney plus series but um he's definitely like somebody that i think they probably could have done a little bit more with uh and then yeah, again a, a c-list probably one of those c-list villains yeah. or so that that just had potential for them to do more with because no, but, but here's the thing i'm i'm i've got to be fair I'm a huge Thunderbolts fan, and I wanted. I love, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's why I wanted Zemo more. You know, do we still got a chance? They might do it though. They, they, there's so much shit that they could pull from. Like, I feel like they're playing the long game with this man. Yes. Like, like everybody wants this shit like right now, and it's like if they keep this cinematic universe like alive, and these characters keep aging or whatever, they can't give you all these concepts at once because then they're right. gonna they're gonna eventually be out age. But if they could wait, and now oh, you're gonna get mutants now, and that's gonna carry you a few years, and now you get the ff and that carries you a few years and now you you 
do the Thunderbolt storyline or the Young Avengers storyline with the next mm-hmm. gen that you, it's playing the long game, man. And it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. Dude, when they I'm, have another 20 years of content they can literally mm-hmm. go off of and connect this whole universe together. It could if not further to beyond that. You know? yeah. yeah, that's very true. Very true. And and I think Wanda was, was like the catalyst for a lot of this stuff. Like seeing WandaVision and now I'm going to give my opinion. Um, seeing yeah, WandaVision, yeah. <laughs> it was... It was amazing. Like the first couple of episodes, I think I, I, I shared the sentiments of a lot of different people. It was just more so trying to figure it out and to see what was going on with this. Like why these two episodes? Um, but once they got into it, they got into it and it just took off. And now you see so many different areas of where they can go with this thing. Like they brought in Monica Rambo, which we know that that's a connection to Captain Marvel and, and that whole universe. And you have, they talked about her mom, where her mom's gone, but we just seen her in Captain Marvel. So, like, they're connecting mm-hmm. the dots like Marvel normally does. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. giving us the people that we want. And I want, I'm telling y'all, if I don't get a dang on vision from SH Figure Arts and a dang on Quicksilver, I'm going to slap somebody. But now no, I think I got a chance gonna to give get a white it. vision. That's it. I oh, I you. want that. <laughs> <laughs> they can keep that. They can keep that. But like they're doing so many things. Like they just brought vision back to the universe and he just shot yeah. out. Yeah. Like that's. Who and thought that was gonna happen? Out. And he yeah, gave he like, him all here. And he gave him all his memories. So essentially, he's Vision. You know, that's he's resurrected. So Vision yeah. is alive. And, and again, and again, that they that's they played off a couple of different like little Vision storylines, yeah. like in this thing yeah. here. Um, so that's cool to see. And and where they left Wanda at the end of the series, f- fully embracing that Scarlet Witch persona. Yeah. But she was never yeah. referred to that before. We know her as a Scarlet Witch, but to yeah. actually tell that in story and to sort of explain that and explain mm-hmm. her. Yeah. And, and sort of maybe give you hints that something else is going on with her. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not just, oh, she got powers from that staff, from the Infinity Stone. There's a little bit more meat to that. And then at the end, she's reading that evil book that Agatha showed her that Agatha mm-hmm. had in, in the house. Cold, you know, the dark hole. So, I mean, and, and you know that's going to play into Doctor Strange because it was the same way that he was studying in his own movie in the first Yo, episode. and you heard Agatha say it, that like the Scarlet Witch is more powerful than a sorcerer's Supreme, that mm-hmm. drove me nuts. I she was said like, oh, super yes, seed or something go. like that of the Sorcerer Supreme or something. I was power, like, I'm power with it. it. Yeah, the power, she's supposedly more powerful and she's learning like the dark arts. And supposedly her coming into that persona is going to have consequences for the world. Now, I, my question is, real quick, and it's been a while since I read the comic about that. Was she more powerful than him in the comic? Like I don't the know. things that she, well, I wouldn't. It's certain weird because, things, yes. Certain things, no. Yes, because yes. the problem is she she is a chaotic magic chaos magic person, and the thing is, mm-hmm. the things that she had done really messed things up, and yeah. they left like the House of M, where she damn yeah. near eliminated all. She, she alters reality. That's yeah, that's reality, the that's yeah. the power. Like so, she is extremely powerful in that regard. You know, because it's almost like the reality stone. Like, you know, what if you could change reality to your whim, it's like what's to stop you from doing whatever the fuck you want. And she she also touched on that. She said, You're the part of the reality stone that's still a part of me. Like that that was crazy. I'm like, let's go. It's so many drops and Easter eggs here, man. It's it it, I gave it a nine. It's a nine out of ten for me. And and they they really did a good job with this. What's confusing with the comics is that if if it's a mutant power stone, that's what I'm that's why I'm kind of worried about you know what i mean like 
I, I don't know what it is in the comic. Comics is what? It's mutant power that caused this nonsense versus magic? Or is it magic? Yeah, it was her latent her latent mutant ability. Um, it was something she had never tapped into before. And it was like, wow. Like, she literally just eliminated thousands, mm-hmm. if not hundreds of thousands of people. Mutants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. And uh, I mean, and, and to me, like, that... What they showed in this satisfied my craving for like wanting to see mutants, even though they dropped Pietro in there and, I, and they dangled that carrot, like, hey, we might be, but I, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, Ralph Palmer. I'm okay with what they did here. Like, I don't have to have mutants like right now, especially from a TV series. I want them done proper and I want them to get their shine. The mutants are the my favorite group especially the x-men they're my favorite group of superheroes so i want it done right i want it rushed i want you to bring it in bring it in proper and i mean they could explain it to where you know wanda creates them like i don't know but you know we'll and they, and they dropped yeah. hints of that because you know i thought even though again it wasn't explored here in this series with monica going through uh wanda's field and it said her dna was rewritten i thought like oh okay like that's gonna maybe that's the thing so for mutants you know if that field went all over the place you know it might change people's dna maybe it won't maybe you know so that could possibly be used further especially if wanda's studying that dark hold book you know she Mm -hmm. might she might wind up being a villain like she might wind up being a marvel villain like with bringing her kids back you know that's what her envision they want to bring them back so you know dude and she heard her kids screams at the end like she was like mom like you hear that and she's like oh i'm coming and that was exciting then those kids i think in the comics play a role like with the with the next gen of heroes and, and the young yeah. Avengers team you know Avengers for that. so i think like again the possibilities are there for them to explore all that stuff you know you just and Mag- think- magneto and wanda and um and quicksilver were villains for the avengers at some point right yeah, yeah they were yeah, they so- were when they were first introduced and stuff like you that never know so never know so and and that's the way her sort of her role's been played anyway because she I mean again her and Pietro started as villains in Age of Ultron you know mm-hmm. she was blamed for those deaths in Civil War you yep. know so it's just like there's there's always been and now like with her doing this in Westview like basically yeah. people hostage she she's been straddling that line you know what I'm saying she's used so, to having blood on her hands unfortunately yeah, and this, yeah, is, so. this is starting to become a normal for her and it could it could have some you crazy implications. Right, right. The character, the character is not so clean cut, you know. So you know, and it looks like they're they're planning on doing more with her moving forward. Because I mean, just the way they ended it and showing all that, and uh, I mean, just for her to get the show and to explain mm-hmm. it and have all this uh, moving some of the plot forward, um, you know, she's gonna play mm-hmm. a major role. Um, and kudos to the classic suit. Like, finally, we got a classic suit with a modern interpretation. Yeah. That's pretty. Like, I think Pietro's suit was also a nod to the classic as it well. It was the old, old school. Credit. Yeah, it was the old school. Like Halloween night. So, what perfect way for them? No, to no, no, not that one. That one. All like, those were old school. Like, I, I get yeah. that. I'm talking about when he showed up in Age of Ultron. They did their best to give you a modern representation on his mm. old school suit because oh. he still had the blue in it. He had the silver stripes in it. Like they made it, you know, a little more modern, but like this here with her with the crown and they kept yeah. teasing at that. Yeah. It looked that like was so good to see the final form, so to speak. Look, look, yeah, <laughs> you know. So, like uh, Burgess, you gave it what a nine? I give it a nine. Okay, easy, easy. And then what about you, Jeremy V? Uh, what was your input on that? Ooh, I have thoughts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so starting at the beginning. Let's look at where we came into at the start of the show. 
Wanda watched Vision die twice during Infinity War, and then she was poof. So five years or six years past, whatever it is between Infinity War and Endgame, and Wanda's back. So we've got a stretch of time, but in her world, it was like this. Like this yeah. So she's still just, just completely overcome with sadness and regret over what happened even though after they finished thanos and endgame after all everything quieted down now all she's left with is her thoughts yeah and she misses her dude so lonely and and as we learned she didn't actually steal the corpse um and and there's a question that i saw somebody ask this week of how did they get vision out of wakanda we'll come back to that we're, we're, we're mm-hmm deal with that in a second so just looking at the mindset of wanda when everything in her world she just has this cathartic release that they saved the world and then she's dealt with this crushing blow of my dude's still dead and she doesn't know how to deal with that so it's this repressed grief that just eats at her and eats at her until there's an explosion and she doesn't know what the hell it is. It's this hex. She's not controlling it, but she is. So yeah. it's all in her world. Now, now well, Jeremy, that. hold on. Before you move on to that, it it's also should be noted that you also have to look at all the relationships that have been built through these Avengers movie, and everybody else moved on with somebody in with some somebody. different way. Mm-hmm. You had yeah, even even when you got – and she had nobody. She was as alone as she was – when she uh she thought her parents and her brother had died like she she was alone um so like you and she also had that feeling when she was stuck in the avengers mansion and vision was just walking around as a security guard to an extent <laughs> like, like she still was alone with her feelings of i just grief has been heavy on this girl but what is grief if not love persevering crazy right <laughs> crazy so I'm sorry, okay so so digging in on that so we all think that wanda you know we understand we're we're but think about this. How different is she from Annie Wilkes from Misery? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Her vision, she's controlling everything in his world so that he can just be there with her, write his story, live their lives. And she's controlling everybody else. And it doesn't matter to what end she does it. That's a villain, motherfucker. Like, I don't care how she ended up at the end. You look at Agatha, and she was just an opportunist. She saw yeah. something happen. She wasn't there in episode yeah, one. It was two or three where she finally saw, like, this chaos magic. Let me see how I can roll with this shit. And, and in the end, I think, just to go off of Jose's point, Wanda was the villain of this. She was the big Maybe, bad for sure. Yeah, you look at intention, it wasn't her intention, but she had repressed this grief for so long. And I think a lot of us can uh, you know, understand that feeling where you just don't know what to do. So you'll just make your own reality. And she did it literally. And you can't blame her for that. But at the same time, that doesn't make her right. Exactly. So the fact that she's got all this awareness and this additional power, and you heard the the twins screaming at the end, mm-hmm. I think that that points to her um, kind of fulfilling the prophecy that she could destroy the world, that she is the ultimate big bad, and that if she gets a grasp on her powers, 
that could be down the line. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I think this is just a setup because they broke her up and with Vision so that Wonder Man can clap them cheeks later on. So I'm not sure. Yo, <laughs> I'm all for Wonder Man kind of do. If we can get a Wonder Man, Wonder Man's I'd be gonna okay clap with them that cheeks, too. And she'll be good again. And then she'll <laughs> break up with that dude and hook up with Vision again. <laughs> so that they can create give. <laughs> I'd be okay with Wonder Man popping up, man. I thought that that's what they were going to do um, when, when you saw the body of Vision hanging out on the slab at the uh at the sword hair headquarters um but eh, we might be a far off from that too <laughs> so so as far as the i know a lot of people were emotionally tied to this i didn't give a shit about the kids i don't know if i'm an empty broken person and that's why no i'm with you i don't give a shit I, about them either. like i didn't have the feels like i thought i would at the end I think the payoff was appropriate for the story, and for that reason, I'm giving it an eight. Um, but them kids went out; they went out in a happy space. It, I think you would have right. feelings for them if them kids died tragically. But they went out in a happy space. Yeah, they went to bed. That's it. They still. You know, this the, the the whole story ultimately is about Wanda dealing with her grief, and at the end. Mm -hmm. She said goodbye to Vision in a very amicable way. Hey, I'll see you next time. Where the last two yeah. times where he was ripped away, it, it was different. So this shows personal growth on Wanda's part. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, who suffered because of that growth? Yeah. So yeah. She didn't so realize it gave me that the towns people were feeling like her grief, like and and, right. and that was the thing. And and it, see, so in in a way, it's like if you watch it all, it's it's, it's it, you almost don't know how to feel about it because again, she she was the bad guy here, but mm -hmm. as you saw through the flashbacks, she didn't know how she initially created that world. But then right. after that, there was some like awareness there, like you know, yeah. like through the conversation like with Quicksilver yeah, yeah. and hundred percent. The conversations even with vision like and then we saw the flashback with monica when she uh expelled monica from there like you you still you know that shit ain't fucking normal like you know what i'm saying yeah. but you're, you're staying in there because you're living in your own little happy like reality and 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 maybe she didn't know the extent of the way the people were suffering but it's like damn man like you know you you but does that give her a pass you took these people's lives like away from them like you know what i'm saying like yeah. And 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 finding out at the end that you know they were in pain, you know maybe she's gonna feel some remorse. I don't know, but it, it's 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 just weird. It's just a weird way they kind of played it because it's like you're almost like you right. could feel for her because she didn't get a chance to process her grief. Like Jeremy said, this is like coming back from the snap and yeah. boom, look at all this shit that's going on. Like and and this is supposed to supposedly take place before Spider Man um Far From Home. Yeah, this is like so, three weeks from Endgame, I think, is yeah. when it started. Yeah. Just after, you know, just after Endgame, like when everybody came back. So, you know, again, it's like she just lost vision. It's not five years later for her. <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah, right, just happening. It's just fresh is monica yeah. losing her mom you know and and yes. and, and, yep. and very emotional too because of uh you know finding out that vision had bought this plot of land for them to maybe build a life and to not have that and and again the grief and you know it, I, I just don't feel like it, it gives her a pass it just shows you know maybe maybe the sokovia accords and and the governments are right like to want to put a tab on metahumans because look what happened you know what i'm saying like but I will give her a, I will give her this bit of a pass because if you noticed 
when things were close to her in her proximity to where her powers were, I guess, the strongest, things seemed normal. Even with uh, Agatha, Agatha knew what was going on. So she thought, okay, everybody's in on this. But as you get to the outlier of the city, yeah. that's when you've seen her powers not have a full effect. And so uh, from my assumption, it's and I could up. be wrong, she didn't know that that was happening out there. Mm -hmm. Also, just like she didn't know until they told her that when we go to sleep, we have your nightmares. Mm -hmm. That rocked her. And you can tell that it rocked her. So I think she wasn't fully aware of everything that was going on. Clearly, she doesn't understand her power. She says this to Agatha, but she says she will eventually understand them. So I give her a little bit of a pass that she's like a kid with a newfound toy that doesn't understand it fully. And if they break the head off of it, it's not intentional. It's because I'm playing with it and I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so I will that, give her a bit a of that pass. Somewhere, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll>, no. <laughs> I give her a bit of a pass there. Larry, you suck. <laughs> but I give her a bit of a pass for that aspect only. But, um, but because she's an adult, she still has to have some type of responsibility for her consequences and understand that her choices, her actions have potentially affected the lives of these people who are just starting to probably move on with their lives because half of them probably just got back from the snap. Yeah. yeah, man, you guys really thought deeply about this. I was just, I was just impressed by the visions fighting, like the closest thing to a Dragon that was Ball. So cool. <laughs> Imagine that. The television yeah, that yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. So before we get too far into that, Lowry, we got to hear your thoughts, sir. All right, so. Um... It's kind of interesting the way this whole thing started out. It started out slow, and then it kind of mm -hmm. started building throughout the whole series. Um, the thing that kind of interests me quite a bit were the Easter eggs and all the miscellaneous shit that were going throughout the episodes. Um, like, take for wasn't it? What was um, Black Tiger's original name? Wasn't it like Abe something? A tiger. You mean? Yeah. Um... You mean Killmonger's original name? Uh, Black no, no, Tiger? No, no, no. no, the original name, uh, Black Tiger, the guy's name was, I think, Abe something um, from the comic. I'm, I'm not familiar with that character. Sorry. So I know Bronze was, Tiger in DC, and then I yeah. know like Killmonger played. Mm -hmm. So long well. story short, like, and rolling in the credits, they were actually given names of aliases of some characters that could possibly to come. Mm -hmm. Oh, snaps. A lot of people didn't realize that because I was reading about it and it was kind of interesting the way that they named some of these episodes and some of these credits and all this other shit. So it was actually kind of fun. That part was fun to me. Um, I definitely agree with what you guys were saying about miscellaneous pieces about um, she definitely, I thought, was the villain of the show, uh, mm. ultimately. Um, whether I think she was redeemed or not towards the end, I don't think she was entirely. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it's like it's like it's, it's like you you made a mess and then you, you okay you cleaned yeah. it up kind of like you know what I'm saying, but it's like you still made the fucking mess, you know, like, mm -hmm. and you got away. It's not like yeah. you saw any consequences. You got free, got yeah. free. And end, so like some of the some of the miscellaneous Easter eggs, which I thought was kind of funny. So remember when Agatha like towards the end of the show where she was trying to take her power and um wanda was like just take it take it all it was kind of like a nod towards incredible hulk do you remember that one mm, yeah so that that's was a, a nod good point towards that there was another nods miscellaneous other shit 
And so I was in, it was kind of funny to me because we were watching this. And I mean, yeah, I had some theories that didn't end up being shipped, but it didn't matter because it was, you know, it, it was a fun ride through this mm-hmm. whole process. And I can't wait for the rest of the shit for them to do. You know what I mean? Right. And so just to see all these miscellaneous Easter eggs of all these different people and to see like how evil she can actually be like, and just not fucking think about it. You know, I mean, she could be her own Thanos in a way. And in a way to me, it's, it's like, it, I don't think again, it's not coming from an evil place from her. Like, I don't think, but it, she still did a bad thing. She still did a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, whether intentional or not, knowingly or not. Yep. It's still... She held them against their kids, like, uh, what's her name, at the mm-hmm. end, where she said, can I just see my daughter? Yeah, she's like, can you let them out of their rooms? Can you let them out of your room? You know what I'm It's like, yo, did she fucking, she fucked up those That's people right. up, man. You know, like, those people so... are going to be scarred for life. You know, from Ignorance isn't time. an excuse, though, dude. Like, no, I, I, I agree. Like, they, they try to frame her as, you know, the, the hero at the end, but she just saved everyone from herself. But like, I think that was Marvel's way of setting you up and trying to cleanse your palate because they are going to, from the looks of it, and I could be wrong, but they've done this in, in the past before. They could be setting this up to where she is becoming a big bad in uh, Doctor Strange. Like, you yeah, just never it, know. I hope they don't go that far. I, I, I hope they sit on it. I hope that they just let her simmer and towards the end of this phase or the next phase, then she's like, just, just let it build slowly because if they do that, she could be the, a, a bigger villain than Thanos or anyone they could come up with, with a history and everyone being pulled in different directions on how they feel about her. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they could really do something interesting with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. agree. The potential's there exactly. Cause you said, cause of the history. And if they just keep slow burning it, you know, from, from villain to hero to ultimate villain, like, you know, it, it would be a great arc for the character. Um, mm-hmm. if they and she's powerful it. enough that they could actually, she could fill that role. It's not, you know, just some street level guy that's going to get through one movie. She could, she could, be that big bad built over time mm-hmm. yeah yeah and Lowry, so i'm sorry you... we, we cut you off dude yeah. continue no no, you no, no. it's, it's a good conversation it's pretty fun so like i'm just kind of you guys kind of filled in all the meat and potatoes of the shit i'm just kind of feeling because i agree with all your points with you stuff what you were talking about just the stuff that uh, we didn't touch too much on which was kind of interesting is a lot of these easter eggs and shit like also like at the end of the last episode the one easter egg where it showed her sitting at the cabin in the middle of the woods was another nod to Incredible Hulk as well. Yeah, when he went to, to be solo dolo. Back, yeah, we went sit mm-hmm. back. So it's like, it was kind of interesting. I thought the, those kind of nods and stuff like that made it kind of fun to watch this show. And so I'm actually going to, after Beth and I just got to finish watching this, we're probably going to binge watch the whole thing. Yep. We missed so, yeah, I said the same thing. I need I to watch it again, thing. too, like just straight through, just because I only watched them once, like mm-hmm. per week. I didn't watch any of them, like more than once. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, so sometimes, you know, you got to watch something a second time because you might pick yeah. up on things you missed and stuff like that. It's know? like Friday. It's like yeah. Friday. You didn't see that guy in the bed until like the third watch. It's interesting. We need to get uh, Tim K's uh, view because the rest of us have been watching it week by week but that dude oh, yeah, just binged just it this got, weekend so yeah, I, i'd be interesting to yeah. see the the difference between making us wait week by week and just getting it all in one go 
Yeah, oh. I, I thought they would have like tried to give uh, Wanda a little bit more of a pass with Agatha because it did seem like she was just causing like mischief within like the hex. But I mean, they 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 said it clear as day in that final episode. She was like, "Nah, this is all you." She's like, "This is all you." I'm just here. Agatha was. That's big, my biggest win for the the finale was <laughs> Agatha sticking around. I thought that when they they turned it on her, they were, she was just going to be gone forever. But the fact that she's still an option that Wanda can go back and you know lean on her and learn from her over time, like I uh, that that just made me tickle pink. It's it's nothing happens by accident, so right. that's definitely going to be right. Re- down the line mm-hmm. for sure that's a fact the other thing that that we also didn't touch on Lowry, is the fact that she learned that rune spell uh very quickly and she mm-hmm. was setting oh, yeah. she was setting her up the entire fight in the air she was giving her everything didn't catch that I didn't catch it at first either. My wife I was saw like, her, "I was like, why the fuck did she miss?" And I'm like, oh, "Yeah." Oh. And, my, and my wife was like, "We could have been over this 20 minutes ago if she knew that dang on spell." I was like, "Babe, she was setting it. She was setting it up. If you notice, she didn't miss on purpose. She was hitting the walls and she was setting up that spell so she can depower Agatha, so she can just set her down." And she but here's like, a, oh, okay. Here's a question I had after that. When the hex came down, didn't the runes come down as well? And wouldn't her um control over agatha go away once the rune not necessarily down? the rune spell is, is actually just something that you can you can see it but it's set up so it, it doesn't right, but wasn't it set up on the hex or was it separate from that it was set up on the hex but they but it was that because she it was for her magic powers only not her memory it said because remember she said something about the uh she couldn't use uh the person who cast it no one can use another witch can't use her spells inside the hex right but if she drained her of everything right 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 but once the hex collapses when when the kids go and vision goes and the hex collapses in on itself wouldn't the runes also do that? No, 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 oh, yeah. no, 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 no. She, she drained. She drained all her power out of her. She, she already, she already, she already did what she did to Agatha before okay. the, yeah. the hex. Gotcha. Out, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 She sucked it all back out of her, bro. It was it. Whoa. I mean, so, <laughs> so Lowry, what's your uh, what's your score what's your for overall? I'd say probably. Probably eight, eight and a half. Solid. It seems to be the consensus. So I got a question for you guys. Why was it broadcasted? Other than going back and seeing that she had, uh, she enjoyed sitcoms when she was a kid and kind of focused on those. Other than that fact, why was it broadcasted at all? Yeah. I think that that's just the way, and again, they didn't really explain it, like why there would be a broadcast coming out from outside of the hex. But I think that was just a way f- for them to explain the whole setting of it with the 1950s sitcom, 60s sitcom, and going through the years like that. Um, and then you saw the flashback of her enjoying that stuff as a kid and watching it with yeah. her brother and, and with the yeah, family yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um you know, so I, I just, just a, I guess, a way to be a love letter to, to that era of television. You know what I'm saying? And it explained the quirkiness of that um, in, in this in this fantasy setting. You know, because it's like, of, it's like, why else would they do that? Why else would you see a right. style TV show unless they they say it's that some sort of fucking yeah. mystical broadcast? 
know? Right. I mean, and it's called Wanda Vision. I mean, so it's it's Wanda Vision, but yeah. Wanda's Vision and Wanda Vision, like television. So it was like three different things rolled into one. But mm-hmm. I give Disney this credit from this standpoint. As a kid coming up, I was a TGI Friday kind of guy. So like on Friday nights, I, mm-hmm. me and my, my mom or me and my mom and my little brother, we got around and we watched Full House and Family Matters mm-hmm. and the likes. Mm-hmm. And it would always come on Friday. And who owns ABC now? Disney. Um, so for them to release these on Friday and I can watch them at the set like seven or eight o'clock hour or even eight thirty, yeah. um, it just brought all that nostalgia back for me. And this was a great show to do so. Um yeah. even though I was watching the Mandalorian very similarly, like sometime I will yeah. watch it on my on lunch break until I got my wife involved and then we'll watch it together. But like, couldn't wait. <laughs> yeah, like Disney, <laughs> I, I, I intentionally held off on this to watch this in the sense of the old spirited TGI Friday uh, kind of vein, man. And, you know, got to give them credit for that, man. I, yeah. I, I love I love what Disney's doing here. I just wanted to- sh- you know, On the peripherals, just so, y'all, just so y'all know that James Wu, that character, um, mm-hmm. He plays mm-hmm. a if 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 he's the same character who I think he's going to be Jimmy Woo in the Marvel you know for for the like the Marvel comic universe not Marvel yeah. he's going yeah, he to becomes... be the head of the agents of Atlas and that's where yes. that's where things are going to get really awesome oh yeah Especially yeah because he was calling in some help and nobody like we didn't see who that was yet like they yeah we did in... yeah we did we saw it in who the first post credit scene the people that he was working with when he called for help that set them up with that. Um, that truck or whatever Monica tried yeah, to go through yeah, with, yeah, yeah. they ended up being the Krolls and yeah. associated with what we are led to believe is Nick Fury. Yeah. So, so it, it does kind of tie that together, but that's what they yeah. said at the end that, that Fury wanted to meet with Monica and he, then they were like in space. That's where Fury's yeah. at is on one of the mm-hmm. Talos' ship. Mm-hmm. So, but I agree with you, you that, that could be pretty awesome. And I think, uh, as a character he's playing, it's an awesome addition. Just yeah. another, you know, kind of Darcy-like character where, mm-hmm. or um, where, where he could actually have more meat to the role later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like Agent Coulson, of, right? That, that Coulson, yeah, person, exactly. perfect. He, he's kind of a fun character because he always had those like smart little quips and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you, well, you saw the calls online for him to get like a spinoff show and whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd watch that shit. Yeah, so, but they need to do it on Disney Plus. So what about Vision? Also, give him credit for also, like, Disney is so freaking smart, dude. Like, and it's the small things for me that, that makes me appreciate Disney. He learned that card trick. <laughs> he figured it out <laughs> from Ant-Man. Like, he was like, ah, I got it. And he, he used it <laughs> yeah. on, on them in the, in, the, in the show, man. I thought that was pretty cool. That was a great <laughs> callback. Never, never discount their ability to do a good callback. I, I think they're doing a good job here of giving you like further in the stories, but then also kind of giving callbacks, like Jeremy said, to kind of make you remember, oh shit, like that was back at this movie to remember, okay, so they're tying shit from previous. They they do know? they they do that a lot, man. They did it in Endgame. A lot of people missed it, you know, when um when they were trying to get to the van to turn the time machine on, and uh, the wasp was like, you know, we got it, Cap. She was giving fucking Scott shit for that. Like, oh, like in the second uh, movie when he was like, she was like, yeah. oh, you call him Cap? 
you call cap cap like yeah she does it in end game like, like you know so it's like you gotta like pay if you pay attention like shit like that they throw shit like that and throw it in there for you like you know what i'm saying yeah, man. things like that yeah i love those things yeah love it <laughs> so speaking of vision who actually is vision go looking at the ship of theseus uh paradox that was dope. That was actually pretty badass the way they yeah, were. Yeah. So so who is Vision? The one with the short-term memories, the one that's the body of Vision. If you take a board away and eventually there's no more boards, is the vessel still the sum of the parts? Right. So at this point, um you have to surmise that that is Vision, not that he has his memories unlocked because he had no memories. Um, he was created to be a machine, much like Ultron was going to create him to be a, a killing machine, somebody to take out the Avengers. Um, but now he has the all the Jarvis stuff back in him, um, and now he can make his own decisions again. And this has some pretty good future implications that could come from this. And I'm looking forward to that. Not just my SH figure or figure. However, uh, it could be pretty dope down the line, man, to see where, now, where What did you guys think of his design, like the uh, the textured patterns and shit and like the circuitry that you saw on his face and all that when they I liked zoomed it. in on it? Yeah, yeah I like it's pretty neat. It's, it's a way to make it look a little bit different and stuff, you know? And, and I think this is what they were trying to do in Infinity War when they were trying to remove the Mind Stone from them. Like, you know, like you remove the Mind Stone from them and, and what do you have left? And I think this is going to be where they explore that now with this character. Because like you said, mm -hmm. didn't that fight in Westview, um, the fake vision, or he's the real vision, but he just wasn't a real thing. Um, again, he unlocked that body's potential you know his memories were were kept from him you know what i'm saying due to the programming uh from the you know harding from the sword agent and stuff like that so once he unlocked them i i agree that's he's the physical body and now he has the memories it's just no more mind stone you know so i right. think this is this was what they were trying to do in infinity war when they were trying to so with that in mind and keep me honest here guys but i remember early in the second third episode vision stating that he had no memory before westview so mm -hmm. he had no idea that he was an avenger he had no none of those memories so what exactly did he unlock or how did he do that if he wasn't well, aware of those things remember remember as he started to talk to agatha and he started to figure it out and he started to see things shake off um he started to regain more and more of his consciousness he, he, he got and he got out. okay and he got that, the explanation from Darcy too. Remember, she yes, basically failed gotcha. on the history. No yep, gotcha. Darcy, dude, Darcy played a pivotal part in this in this show, mm -hmm. and she's got it. And and Monica does too. But like Darcy is like a key piece. Without Darcy, a lot of this stuff falls apart. Um, I just hope that they do right by her in the upcoming Thor movie because I do enjoy her as a not just as a side character, but I think she brings personality to those other characters there. But I want them to really do right by Monica. I, I want to see them really flesh out this this character because um, she has potential to really rock some stuff too. If you know anything about her, and I think that they they they're gonna hold true on that. But with Darcy, is it more of the shape that she adds to the story that you're interested <laughs> in, or is it the actual character? Listen, if I just wanted to look at her shape, I go watch Two Broke Girls because she was banging in that. But um, she still is. no, I think yeah, she definitely still is. I think well, she's 
but is that that one? No, Monica's going to get her flowers, man. (laughs) She's going to be a big role. And I I think just, just that little bit with the scrolls and the fact that she's going to space, I I think that's a big indication of, I think we'd all prefer to see her than Captain Marvel as far as filling two hours of a movie. So count me in on that shit. I mean, they gave her the power. So you and, you know, and she's already you already know the character she's playing. Well, you know, I think she's had multiple names in the comic books. Yeah, whatever they wind up calling her. We'll see. Um, But just the fact that, you know, they introduced the character. She went through what she went through here. This was her origin story, basically. Um, You know, so you you know, they're going to flesh her character out in future movies. So the second Captain Marvel movie, for sure. That's what they set up. They set up that Captain Marvel, too. and, And the next Doctor Strange. Right here, all the while having and secret invasion, secret invasion. Mm -hmm, But they wrapped it all up into a fucked up love story. That it, it, the soul of this show. That's what it was. It was nine episodes of Wanda really having the time that she wants to spend with Vision and go through all the things that they thought about and talked about. And you know, just like Captain um, America, the uh, the first Avenger was kind of a period piece or mm-hmm. civil war was more of a spy thriller this was marvel's first take on uh, a sitcom a, a love story between mm-hmm. two people that even though it's really really fucked up mm-hmm. it, it still hits you in the heartstrings and yeah, i think that's like the the ending with her and uh vision having their conversation their moment um it, it almost brought a tear to my eye, man, because I think we've all been there, like having to say goodbye to somebody, uh, whether it's a loved one, whether it's it's time for a relationship to end and you really don't want to make that decision, but you know it's for the best um, or just, you know, saying goodbye to somebody because they're going on a long trip and maybe to the military or something like that. Like it doesn't always have to be death. Right. But we can all relate to that moment. And that for me was like Disney has done the Disney thing. And that was a really good thing because all all Disney ever does is try to play on your heartstrings and get you emotionally invested in their movies. And that's how they know they got you. You know what I mean? So it was pretty good. It's pretty good there. And that's what you that's what they have to do. You have to care about these characters in order to invest and to want to watch the show, you know, and by the time you get to the end of it with them, too, in general, um, it's a nice, you know, they put a nice little bow tie on their story. And and again, the potential is there to move forward, Um, as well as, again, introducing new characters, which is basically what they did with the second Avengers movie as well, introducing newer characters to the team. You know, whilst, uh, you know, phasing out some of the old ones and, and those old ones giving them the rub, like just like in wrestling, Jeremy, right? You know what I'm saying? You got, yeah. got those older characters giving the, the newer talent mm-hmm. the rub. You need that. You need that, you know, because it's you got to build them up. Yep. So you have somebody to go with. So so one last thing before we get over this stuff, I think there was an important thing that maybe we focused on, maybe we didn't. But the fact that Wanda's had the mind stone within her and vision was uh, a realization of the mind stone within her and then vision passing that on to you could see the, the the yellow energy moving on to white vision 
that's the first indication that we've gotten that there's any semblance like of the, the white vision anymore. White vision? Right. <laughs> no, no, no. ACS vision? So, so you not know. my SH Figwarts vision? <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw this or not. I kind of had to throw this out. You see this? <laughs> the whole week? Yeah. <laughs> that's fire. That's fire. Look nah. at this. Like, him in the fucking dragon shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead, buddy. Keep going. My point was the Infinity Stones still exist. Even though the stones are broken, the power that they held, there's still smidgens of it within the universe. Yeah. So, the questions I had with what does Doctor Strange do without the Time Stone? You know, it, Maybe he's got a, a little bit left in the tank, but there's been no indication that there were, was any bit of it that survived, any of the Infinity Stones that survived through Thanos destroying them in Endgame. And this is the first bit of that that we get. So I, yeah. I think they're going to build on that going forward as well. But th then they also gave themselves an out. You really don't need to if you have yeah. the multiverse and quantum time travel. Um, that there's, there's already <laughs> Dude, the more they the further they get away from that in the future, I think is best for all of us. Like, <laughs> we, we don't want to be questioning Endgame for the next 10 or 20 years. Isn't the next Ant Man called Quantum Mania or something like that? So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna go Mania, man. <laughs> yeah, it's out there. They're, they're setting you up. I mean, yeah. but it, it, hey, maybe in Ant Man, that's when we actually get our first glimpse into the the Fantastic Four. But you you've been awfully quiet about this, man. <laughs> it looks like you're about to hurt somebody. <laughs> no, I'll no, it's not that. That's just a... <laughs> no, 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 no. I just didn't really look that deep into it, to be honest, man. I because because I'm looking at it from more of a more production slash logistical. Uh, way of the the way things were handled. Um, for me, mm -hmm. I was more into the comics and these and 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 I just think that it's that these shows and movies are are kind of cute. But I was <laughs> never really into them like like most people are. Mm. are, are, are yeah. Okay. They don't That's they true. don't hit me quite like the way Star Wars hits me because Star Wars you know starts off as cinema versus. For for me, when I when I watch these things, I just try to taper my expectations because I'm more of a hardcore comic book guy. So when I see yeah. them fuck stuff up, I have to be like, okay, yeah, it's kind of hard for you to to give them a credence or give them a translate. Good <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but and let I, me ask you this: since you mentioned production, so, uh, it, did does anybody know if? they went the Mandalorian route and all this, because the Mandalorian is pretty much shot on this giant green screen. Did they do the same thing for WandaVision? Anybody I think you definitely, you definitely got some of that here, you know, but um, but whatever the production values were, they, they were pretty high. Like, you know, yeah. I, mm -hmm. again, movie didn't look movie quality to me, you know, maybe maybe not as good in that final, you know, like, but um, but I mean, nothing that it was like, like that it looks like regular television like you could definitely yeah. tell millions of dollars were put in per episode you know yeah. so probably by the end of the nine episodes probably just as much as a movie budget if not more <laughs> you know? they only needed one set really i mean there wasn't too much exactly just that town yeah so. yeah 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 they did the, you know the, the changing of the town and modernizing it you know through the through yeah the that too stuff, yeah but, they had but, to keep redoing it 
but it wasn't like a huge set piece i don't think like you know you had the you had the sword set up on the outside and 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 basically a quaint looking town on the inside so i don't mm-hmm. didn't think there was really much to do there as far as uh yeah you know your set pieces good point yeah good point. i like there, there was one movie out of the bunch that i did um thing black panther black panther was probably the one movie that that got me thinking and really i got myself immersed in in, in it emotionally and out of out of all and what, what well since we're getting ready to wrap up um what, what was it about the black panther that made you say oh man like this is this is dope um it subverted a lot of my expectations like i imagined man ape to be the bad guy but he ended up being mm. the coolest motherfucker in the entire yeah, yeah. he was right. so dope he was so like dope how they were able they 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 made that you know an amazing African-based fantasy sci-fi thing that just blew my gosh damn mind. Mm-hmm. I, I I loved every you know I I didn't I, I I never seen it in the comics, and to see it the way it was done in the in in cinema, amazing. just really like, yeah, I was like I was like, wow, yep. what am yeah. you know what am I seeing kind of shit? This is amazing. That that's one of the yeah. times I was really, you know, missed you know like wow that that that's cool. But and imagine else, that's that's why it had that effect that it did on on so many African American people because we understand that everything that we see on TV about Africa is not true. Mm. We know that they have a, a they still got a gang of wealth over there and they still have major cities that are operating like utopias and stuff like that. It's just that's not so what's shown to us on American media and we understand that. So that to see that on screen, even though it was still kicked up to 10,000 levels um it was a cultural because we were you're 80s kids right right yep yeah as 80s 70s kids they showed the worst than the com- yep. commercials the 25 cents a day could, could kids, feed this kid yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. 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 i would have never known i just imagined that it was all third world you know yeah yeah and that's yeah so so far from the truth i'm sorry laura i cut you off go ahead buddy no 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 you're good you're good uh, well, I guess I guess with that, guys, it's a good spot to go ahead and, and wrap it up. Um, this has been that's been a lot of meat. We talked a whole hour on Wandavision. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wasn't going to talk about too much of the other shit because I knew it was going to go this long. Love yeah. it, love it. I'm sorry, Laura. Did you have anything else before we get ready to wrap? Uh, no, that's pretty much about it. Um, All right, for All right. news and everything else, that was a good discussion. That was a good turnout. I think if there's I, any takeaway, it's that what an awesome fucking start to the mcu on disney plus yes like if, if this is any indication of what we have to come with uh winter soldier and falcon and loki and those series like man i can't wait yeah. it, 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 what a confidence builder this show is from yeah. the the execution to the unique creative approach to the payoff i yeah. think it's a solid solid first effort it's yeah. money in the bank, man. Money in the bank. Money in Which, the bank. Hopefully they can continue doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have faith in them, man. At this point, like it's almost like they could 
like almost do no wrong. Like not all of the movies are as good as the others. You know, you're always going to have, you know, those that are better than the others. But I think overall as a whole, they, they, they take their time. They do things with a plan. And, and, and I think everything is just meticulously planned out moving forward. So when it's done like that and not just a haphazard way of doing things, um, you get what you get now, the, the kind of quality of these series that we're getting. You know, and, okay. and we always said it on past podcasts, like what a time to be alive as a nerd, you know, because who right. would have thought fucking 15 years ago, we have like a saga that we have with the MCU and, and, and yeah. I mean, it's continuing to grow. Most of that shit continued like what? Most of our 30s? Most of us? Yeah. 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 Late 20s. Yeah. Think about you know, it. Yeah. 2008, 20s, Iron Man, yeah. that first Iron Man was 28 years old. I'm fucking 41 yeah. now. I <laughs> still yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. right. You know? Yeah. You also gotta give you gotta Real give them talk. credit for where they where they come from, man. Like because think about what they had originally. We had Captain America. It didn't look good way back in the day, right? Where Eric Roberts, oh, we had no. the Punisher, <laughs> Darth, Darth Lundgren Punisher, which yeah. wasn't bad, but it wasn't the great. You didn't get the skull. Yeah. You didn't get the skull on the chest, right? So. Right, you know what I mean. So like, we you had that. I mean, they they made up for it with the Thomas Jane Punisher, but then you, that was you know, a good one. I like that. But this was, was the one. only way to do it for Marvel to take their properties back and yeah. yep. to insist on having that uh, control and quality and steadfastness to not be reactionary to. Yep. St- lay out a plan, stick to it, adjust as necessary, and execute. And we got that for 23 movies. And then after we had a year and a half break, now we're all starving for the shit again. And this was just that little bit of that that teaser Mm -hmm. that will get us through to the next bit. There you go. I will say that they need to adjust if they're thinking of jobbing the Taskmaster to to the Black Widow. I will Fair not enough. accept Taskmaster jobbing to anyone, especially. Well, listen, the Taskmaster Widow. has a way of uh, making himself known in things. So, like, they're not going to kill him off. He'll be around, and you'll, you'll find him in other areas. <laughs> he might even make appearance in um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You just never know. Just give it time. Just give it time. But, all right, guys, let's get this wrapped up here. Um, Want to want to give a special shout out to our special guest Jose for joining us today. Uh, Hurricane BX, man, we thank you. You brought a uh, you brought exactly what we thought was going to happen on the yeah, show. So we, we Not only that, but sir, you have something to plug for this past Monday. I was Monday? getting it at. I was. Oh my bad, my bad. I didn't mean to step in. Let me, let me do me, Thunder Um So uh, go ahead and do your shout outs, man. Tell people where they can find you, and then also plug episode one hundred. Oh, yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. So you could find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Harrick and BX, as it says right there in that corner. <laughs> and um, check out Enter the Realm and Breaking the Molds, two video podcasts that you can watch on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and check out Verbally Challenged with Harrick and BX, which I just dropped my 100th episode last Monday by the time this drops. And uh, special guest, Bobby Skullface. So we had a great conversation it's a long one a nice deep conversation as i've been having with uh, some guests lately and um it's been a good time i'm really had to uh, really glad to have the podcast rolling again and uh really happy to be celebrating episode 100 so thank you to everybody that supports the podcast you can find it on bro. all audio platforms dude. thank you congratulations jose the last few fire. Fire. like you're on yeah. another level man 
appreciate it. Great job. Yeah, man. Thanks, guys. We don't call and you thanks the, for the having Larry me. King. No doubt, man. No doubt. We don't call you the Larry King of the round for nothing, bro. Like, you are our, our historian. I'm telling you guys, like, if you have not listened to Verbally Challenged, you're doing yourself a disservice. This guy, interviewing skills is, is amazing. And uh, he makes you super comfortable, which everybody says. Um, yeah. He really does. And uh, I know you've been wanting to get us as a as a podcast yeah, on. Yeah. So, you know, we got to make that we got to make that happen. No doubt. Definitely. definitely. Um, Coco Smooth, what about you, buddy? Y'all can catch me on the YouTubes as at CocoSmooth619. <laughs> That's where you'll see me posting at least once a week for, for videos, mostly comic book focused. So if y'all want to take a break from toys, which I know y'all won't, that's <laughs> 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 where I put my focus on. All right. So hell yeah, dude. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Thanks for uh thanks for coming, man. Uh and, and for those who haven't uh listened to the announcement of the last two episodes, um Yes, Yule is in the rotation. So thank you so much yeah. for accepting the invitation. Being a part of the cast. Man. Awesome. We wanted to got to do you proper, man. We got everybody else on. We got to do you proper. Not gonna lie, dude. I was a little worried for y'all. I was like, oh no. I'm, I'm definitely a typical flavor for most. Yeah, it's all good, man. We all got that one friend. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Jeremy B, what about you, buddy? <laughs> you can find me on the Facebooks at Jeremy Bennett. Um, if you're on Xbox Live, I'll be getting blown up on Call of Duty as the Crunky Monkey with uh, EE Prime, Skinny Vinny, and some of the other guys. Um, you can find me here in inoffensive amount of Thursdays um, as the rotation does the rotation. Um, otherwise, um, find me in Sam Mead's DMs, just sliding in there like I'm comfortable <laughs> on any other Friday. So um, check out that OnlyFans page. We're hosting every other Wednesday night as a special um, uh, buffet edition. So we'll have hot wings and roast beef. Come check us out. <laughs> Y'all so continuing the meat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You and Sam are nuts. Oh, oh I love Sam. No, but uh, seriously, guys, thanks for having me on, uh, adding me to the rotation and the crew. It's 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 awesome. I'm having fun with it. And uh, shout out to the My Rock crew. Shout out to the Nerd Life Syndicate. Uh, all the other shows on the realm and around. Uh, love you guys. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. Cool beans, cool beans. Mr. Lowry, what about you, sir? Hey, what's up? You can find me at Jason Lowry in the Facebook groups. Uh, probably not giving a fuck about anything. <laughs> <laughs> and in a, in a barber uh, chair in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just shit. Get this shit done. I got like the dust mop going. Um, That's why I put a hat on. Yeah. <laughs> this is only like a week and a half. Dude, I got you beat. I haven't had a haircut since August. Um, oh my god. I get mine every two weeks, dude. Like my great hair goes fast. Uh <laughs> you can find me in Xbox with Jeremy and some of those guys playing Call of Duty at uh Clutch Two Three Four Five. You can find me, like I said, in the Facebook groups as Jason Lowry. Uh you can find me Instagram as well as Jason Lowry and uh be sure Thursday evenings, check out the Total Package podcast. My wife and some of her friends are on there. Be sure to check them out every week. And mm -hmm. that is it for me. How about you, Eric B? 
Yo, you can find me, your boy Eric B, in your Facebook groups, Eric and Siobhan Burgess on Facebook, Mr. Underscore Eat Up 82 on Instagram. Uh, you can find our board, Kennedy's Village, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well for that, as well as our website, uh, www.kennedysvillage.org. Uh, we still have that raffle going. If it's not closed by the end of the month, then I'm just going to have to shorten it up um, because I think these guys who have already participated deserve to win this beast of a laptop. But you want to get a couple spots we still got some available just check us out on kennedy's village facebook page that's at kennedy's village on facebook um want to give a huge shout out again to jose uh congratulations on episode 100 man this is this is a crazy crazy ride man but you've been consistent at it diligent and uh we definitely appreciate what you bring to the culture um it's something that's not there um so you got your own lane man you filled your own spot so we appreciate that um, also want to give a shout out to uh, the Rama Collectors. If it wasn't for them, we, none of us would know of each other, man. So uh, I want to definitely give them a shout out. Shout out to Mr. Bobby Skullface and all he does. Uh, and shout out to the Myra crew, man. Um, that is a crew that uh, basically started just because of, of what the Rama Collectors does and promotes, and that's community. Um, and without those guys, man, I would not have found a, a, a better set of, of friends and brothers uh, locally here in Michigan, man. So I appreciate you guys. Um, want to also give one last shout out um, to just my, my wife, man. She always does a good job of making sure that the kids are uh, taken care of on these Sundays um, so I can record with you guys. And you can find me every Thursday here with the Nerds Has Spoken. And we are working on the me sweats, guys. Get your mouth ready. <laughs> you always said watering and you were like, oh, that sounds icky. Yeah, it does. But with that, guys, the, the, the Nerds Has Spoken. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Catch you guys next week.